0: I can hardly bear the sight of lipstick On the cigarettes there in the ashtray Lying cold the way you left them But at least your lips caressed them While you packed And a lip print on a half-filled cup of coffee That you poured and didn't drink But at least you thought you wanted it And that's so much more than I can say for me It's been a good year for the roses Many blooms still linger there The lawn could stand another mowing Funny, I don't even care to walk away and as the door behind you closes the only thing I know to say it's been a good year for the roses hello
1: welcome to episode 2 of our still, as of yet, unnamed movie podcast We will try to have a real name for you guys by Episode 3, we had some good ideas Got like a whole page mm-hmm. that Just said, so my name is Mac
2: My
3: name is Sean
1: And my name is Keith Got the newbie, <laughs> newbie.
2: Yeah, three-way pod Yeah
3: that's We cool. got a threesome The Noobcast. The cast. that's a, That would be a shitty podcast <laughs> it would be a <laughs> shitty
0: podcast, actually <laughs> New people good. every episode
1: Yeah Today's movie is 1985's One Magic Christmas Directed by Philip Borzo Starring Mary Steenbergen, Gary Basaraba, Harry Dean Stanton, Arthur Hill, Elizabeth Harnois, and Robbie Mack One Magic Christmas is a 1985 American-Canadian holiday film One Magic Christmas gets a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 3.5 out of 5 IMDb gives it a 6.7 and Rate Your Music gives it a 3.03
3: How about a plot synopsis? Gideon, a Christmas angel, is sent by Santa to help... <laughs> He's reading this as it was written, by There's the way. There's so many commas in this thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, this guy, he should have had a grammar Nazi at his beck and call. Because he Seriously.
3: needed it. Gideon, Christmas a Christmas school. angel, is sent by Santa to help Guinea Granger. <laughs> She's Guinea now. <laughs> guinea is a cynic.
2: <laughs> well, to be fair, I kept thinking it was a guinea in my head
1: the whole time. The whole time I was reading the Harry Potter books, I thought it was Ginny.
2: Yeah, thought it was Ginny right? too, man. Like
3: your
1: name, Fucking
2: your brain a. just a. instinctively goes to that. I think because it's just so
3: it rampart. Ginny is a cynic and she hates Christmas. <laughs> she and her family. <laughs> <laughs> like after you're done In parentheses. reading this husband jack and two kids cal and abby have fallen on hard times making it even harder to believe in anything that can't be seen with help from abby a trip to see santa claus himself can giddy can gideon find a way to make guinea believe again i don't know dude yeah i don't know what i saw
1: yeah she was crazy what is our history with this movie well you and well, i
3: i bought a i bought a camcorder from brian yet again brian's friends Yeah. Just sold me this thing for like 15 bucks and it already had a tape in it when I tried it out and it was just labeled Halloween on like the spine of it or the front of it. The end label, yeah. Yeah, the end label is Halloween. It's like peeled off and really old. It's like discolored now. It doesn't look like regular tape. Yeah, it's
1: like somebody peeled off the end label and then for some reason wrote, yeah, the word Halloween across it in all caps in pen.
3: And then on top of the tape, there's some people's names, their address, and some other shit. I
1: doubt they still live there because this thing's like 25 years old. But yeah, one day we were hanging out looking pretty loosey goosey, pretty pretty buzzed, drinking some brews, Mm -hmm. kicking back. Yeah. Back in October trying to get in the Halloween spirit. We We I I don't know what you thought it was, but I just assumed it was like a VHS copy that somebody had made of the movie Halloween.
3: That's exactly well Uh, I thought it was maybe a Halloween collection. Yeah,
1: I figured it's probably, but yeah, so we popped it in. Yeah, I showed it to my girlfriend who was here and hey, okay, check out this piece of weirdness. We put it in the the thing and it goes into this it was really blurry, you know, cuz it's a second generation thing. It's like, hey, wait a minute, this is there's Harry Dean Stanton in a tree talking to the moon. It's this Christmas movie. <laughs> we would just buckle our seatbelts and watch this bitch and it was yeah. it was weird. It was a weird experience.
3: But for those curious, um the tape was just a collection of there was more on it, yeah. animation. It was like they had this weird '80s. Mouse there's this, movie. yeah, this night.
1: This really strange. I'm I, I thinking we might review this sometime. It was this really weird 1983 Canadian animated movie, and it was really strange. And there's really weird music. I think Debbie Harry does a voice.
3: What's your history, Keith? My
2: history. I am one magic Christmas virgin. I <laughs> never have seen this movie. I have never. I didn't even know it existed until you showed it to me. We have, I've watched it twice since then though the first time was on that <laughs> super moldy oldie VHS tape with like yeah. brain quality yeah me mm-hmm. and Mac we both watched that together and then I watched we all watched it together on Netflix Netflix and so this is currently
1: streaming hopefully it still will be when you guys hear it so you can play along at home
2: and I will say it looks way better on massively, Netflix like, like a massive visual you can upgrade. actually hear what they're saying it's not like <laughs> vroom, vroom,
3: vroom, frish, vroom. yeah I it looked really good when we saw it in like a clear digital copy, I guess. Yeah, I think it
1: did look good. So yeah, let's discuss the actors. one want to see how you thought they did. First up to bat, right at the plate. Steinberg, and she was mother in this movie.
3: I liked her. I liked her cynicism. Came off really well. She definitely seemed like somebody that was burnt out with life altogether. Let alone yeah. Christmas.
2: Not quite like 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 a Ebenezer Scrooge, but someone who's just like, yeah, Christmas, whatever. I don't get why everyone's mm-hmm. so hustle and bustle about it.
1: Life is basically kicking her and her family's ass right now, and hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can't bring herself to be excited about this holiday coming up, and it's to- totally understandable. I think she did a pretty good job. Uh, I think I think I know her from is. Uh, she played Will Ferrell's mom in the movie Step Brothers, which yeah. is something a lot of people at that home would probably know her from. But yeah, I thought she was she was pretty good overall. Next guy, Gary Basaraba, who played the uh, the dad.
2: He seemed like a bumbling buffoon. He I don't did. know. He, <laughs> had he, had like tr- he had a super one. He had a one track mind. Goofus. He all he cared about was opening that bike shop. Well, not entirely. Like he wanted his family to have a good Christmas. Well, he Yeah, good intentions. Yeah, good bike intentions. Shop. But like it, that was
3: kind of his only option, really.
2: Yeah, because he's unemployed, he's got no job, he's not a deadbeat dad, he loves his family, but he doesn't necessarily have his priorities. Well, around. I
1: mean, I don't know if it's his only option, we we know from the dialogue where the mom's really sticking it to him in the mall mm-hmm. that he's been laid off, the daughter's like, you've
4: been laid off forever, uh,
1: <laughs> and uh, since it's like only since July, she's like, since June... So oh. we don't really know. He has been making. We know wow. he's been making some money. We know he has been making some money repairing bikes for people in the neighborhood. But she really just wants him to get a you know regular job. I don't know if he's been looking or what. But yeah, I thought he was pretty good. I think he he was good at just being uh, playing a
3: genuinely nice guy who's maybe just kind of a, a goof. I wouldn't. I didn't mind spending time with this guy actually. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's like a cool dude. And in a movie that's
2: as is, like dreary as this, he brought, brought some l- Christmas cheer. I brought, brought what little Christmas cheer could. Probably probably be be the
1: only Christmas
3: yeah he's always got like a good attitude throughout the whole thing yeah Yeah.
1: so next up fucking a number one Harry Dean Stanton.
4: that
2: was the angel right that was the
1: angel Gideon Gideon. yeah Yeah.
2: he was probably my favorite actor in this whole movie like he did a great job Acting as like a like a benevolent
3: force.
1: Yeah, I thought he was great as playing this this kindly old guy who maybe does some sociopathic things later. We'll get into that. But, oh um, yeah,
3: I think that's like more of the movie's fault. Maybe direction. Yeah, Harry did a great job. I think
1: he was great, and and um, I the backstory of this this angel. I guess this isn't giving that much away because we know he's an angel. So obviously he's either an angel or a dead person. Yeah, he's a guy that was like. When he was alive, he was some dude in the old west. He drowned in the Snake River, uh, saving um, so the life can, of, a, of a little boy, of a, a kid that was drowning. Yeah, yeah. so that, I believe that too. He's got the I like his harmonica playing. I like just him hanging out in a tree and shit. Got
3: skills with the harmonica. I think he
1: comes off as a, a bit of a creepo, but it's really just the way it's just the way the movie's written and shot that makes him look like that. His character isn't mm-hmm. really like that at all. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into that. Oh yeah, we yeah. will. God damn it. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> He's He's nice. that. Uh, next up is Arthur Hill. I'm pretty sure that was the son.' It was okay, I think yeah. kid,
2: um, yeah, for
3: kid, kid, kid acting for
2: kid, yeah, that was the the thing that was surprising to me the most. No one in this movie really stood out as being like
1: a bad actor mm-hmm. or actress,
2: even the kids and usually kids there's a lot pretty of bad. pretty bad yeah
1: <laughs> most of the time, but yeah, I mean this especially this the son Cal, they didn't really give him that much to do so that he didn't really have that many opportunities to screw up. but I think he that this kid did a pretty good job for what he was uh, in there for. Like, he had a really good uh, relationship with his sister, it seemed like. In
2: most movies where you got two kids living under the same roof, they usually end up hating each other, but they actually
1: got along pretty Mm -hmm. well for kids.
2: I mean, they did, like,
3: argue a couple times. Yeah, but who doesn't? Everybody does. Well, yeah, I
1: think think it was a... Pretty seem pretty realistic. Yeah, um, no, it's not. They don't like absolutely hate or absolutely love each other. They're just you know like uh, normal siblings.
3: I will say, I think his character was a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that as it comes up. Okay, but yeah, I was we thinking will. about it. We'll Fair see. <laughs>
1: like can make some interesting choices. Yep. Next up is uh, Elizabeth Harnois, who played the uh, the daughter Abby, who was. Gets, uh, I would say, yeah, the bulk a lot of, of screen time. time. A lot of screen time. She's in this movie a lot. The movie, in a way, is sort of just about her. Not, it doesn't focus too much on her, exclusively on her. She's
2: like the thing that ties the, all the characters the together. together yeah. I suppose. Yeah, so
3: well, she, her and her mother are the two most important characters. Mm-hmm. It seems to really center around there. It doesn't really matter what else is going on. We'll get into that, I guess. Closer towards the end, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, think
1: she, I think she was. She's, she's great... Oscars, Oscar nominations should have been in, in order yeah, yeah teen
3: choice teen choice <laughs> Best Best choice. Christmas, Christmas believer kid.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean they gave this fucking like five year old girl a lot to do in this movie, and she didn't completely make a hash of it. I think this kid was did a pretty
3: decent job. Yeah, no, she was good. I thought she was great, actually.
1: Finally, we have uh, Robbie Magwood who played the great grandpappy. He was in barely movie. in it. He, like, wasn't he was in, in it that it for much. two <laughs> scenes, I think.
3: He came across as senile. That might just be the movie itself. But no, he was, <laughs> he was def- definitely he definitely really fun
1: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm <laughs> in all that. Fucking shit. Grange is. We believe in all that it's shit time for my medication yet? Santa Claus and angels and shit <laughs> He and was definitely shorts. short A few marbles great. That's for damn sure <laughs> He was good though and Beautiful He was make yeah. me, Give me wood <laughs> Santa, Santa makes my beautiful
0: Don't do
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking onion soup <who> Fucking sucks <laughs> All onion am <chucked> balls. <laughs> uh. balls So oh, yeah
1: <laughs> That's the um, past so he says the top six on imdb and that was as much work as i wanted to do that was wrong, um man. what about okay the one guy left out i guess was um the guy who played santa i don't remember his name but how do you think he did
3: oh i thought he was awesome he was a I cool thought he was really cool santa
2: like if there was yeah. a santa that you were going to meet in real life i would believe him to be in like top five best realized versions
1: because he's like he's a he's a, another like nice old dude but he's not like psychotically jolly all the time Looks a little bit unkempt, and he—I don't know—he looks, he looks like working man Santa. He looks like yeah. he's been
3: Santa for a long time. Like it looks yeah. lived
1: in, yeah. which I really well, I'll get into that. It's a nice, nice piece of work that mm-hmm. they put into it.
3: Yeah, he didn't have the hat though,
1: for whatever reason. Like he was missing his hat. Maybe he only puts it on when he goes outside. Yeah, yeah that's I like true. To wear I that around all day.
3: Get all <laughs> sweaty. You'd
1: probably get dander from that long ass white hair. It is. Yeah,
3: Mrs. Claus had to wash it. Or something. Oh, yeah, it's like, the hamper. Yeah. That's <laughs> dirty, that tape. He, he didn't have his orchids. It's probably some reindeer dung. <laughs> what about the frustrated customer? You guys want to talk about oh, that guy?
1: yeah. Okay, so this guy, there's this guy who comes up a few times, and it's almost, like, hard to really talk about this character without giving it away, what his role
3: was. He just, he's introduced at the beginning as a guy, he... He gets uh,
1: double-charged on Doritos at the store that the mom Yeah, and he's at. like, dude,
3: what the hell? And then... He gets all pissy about it. Yeah, he it, just gets
1: frustrated. he needs to borrow a nickel from his son to buy it all. <laughs> Which is something that we... It's only like a $16 grocery bill. I know it was the 80s, but still, it's not that much money.
2: It was something that we noticed, yeah, he... He's bumming money off his kid. The main family—they don't got any money. Everyone in this movie just seems to be pretty bad off.
1: And you, Mac, had a great point about that. About how—yeah, the father got laid off from this. It, they said it was—I think it was—they called it Continental, Continental Radio Company. So I'm guessing that's probably the main employer in this town. And they maybe like there's been a lot of layoffs this year. I mean, in the '80s, of course, there's a ton of industrial downsizing and outsourcing of jobs, and it. Like, I re- one of my notes was that it almost reminds me of, uh, not to piss off any, any right-wingers that are listening, but this one Michael Moore documentary I saw called Roger and Me, mm. which was about what happened to uh, Flint, Michigan, after uh, most of the, the GM plants shut down in the town uh, around the same time period. So, yeah, I, kinda, I, read, I guess I read some of the uh, socioeconomics of the, of the era into the movie. I don't know how intentional mm. that was.
3: But... Don't uh, Disney's getting real, I think.
1: Okay, the brief history, and I do mean brief, of One Magic Christmas this is even more briefer than uh, The Boy From Hell sadly but here's what we got Uh, One Magic Christmas was shot in Medford, Ontario with some scenes shot in Owen Sound, Ontario so it's a Canadian movie it's uh, well it's an American Canadian production but it was shot in Canada just like a lot of other American uh, movies I suppose one Magic Christmas was released uh, November 22nd, 1985, and grossed $13,677,000 at the box office, including about $2.6 in its opening weekend. Uh, also, they did not change the name. I'm uh, all Yeah, awesome cider. Also, they did not change the name of the town. The town takes place in a town called Medford, which I thought was interesting. But that's all we got. So then, uh, I How guess... Much
2: history there? My goodness. Yeah, that's all I could fucking find. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just
2: appeared out of nowhere, I guess. It fell out of the sky one day, and someone picked it up. Yeah, put it in a tape player. <laughs> just like we did.
3: I mean, yeah, we found it on a tape. Yeah, mystery tape.
2: We found it on the tape. We have the only known copy, so if you want to watch this, yeah, you're all... going to have to... Uh... <laughs> you're
1: going to have to yeah, get yeah, it from us. Pop it in our VHS recorder and make you one real quick. Yeah, so yeah, VHS. I guess we'll get into our review...
3: So... I was happy to see the Disney opening castle, the scrolling, the classic scrolling Like the, the classic
2: one, yeah, where it's like a bright light, none of this zooming into a castle from far, far yeah. away first or anything like that. It's that's just the logo, and that's it. The best one. And That's the one just, I really know. That's yeah. the one that. It's the one I k- believe in. And it just yeah. <laughs> kicks right into the movie. It's not like 20, it's not like three minutes worth of logos before you actually start the movie. The movie just starts. Although, we do get some black screen and white text. Did we? Uh, yeah, for the Oh, right. uh,
1: cool. yeah. It wasn't like a narration or okay. anything. Unfortunately, it wasn't any information to explain the holiday yeah. before we watch it. Like a good movie would do.
2: Right? Funny, could
3: set up Christmas, it's like, explained. <laughs> Christmas <Yeah>. is a <laughs> holiday that
2: people celebrate every well, year. thousands of years. Thousands people of
1: years.
3: have celebrated
1: Christmas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get some somber Christmas music playing as Harry Dean stands playing the harmonica, sitting in a naked tree, tree yeah. talking to the moon or God. It yeah, like. um,
1: it it appears to be the moon, but I wonder if that was supposed to be God or like some higher ranking angel. We actually, I think, we find out later. It. Mm-hmm. But uh, who the hell he's actually talking to? But the moon. Or- apparently has like a German or Dutch accent which is uh, <laughs> pretty weird well, I don't know
2: if the moon had an accent what do you think it would sound like I think it would sound French I think it would sound
1: like the <laughs> Moon Knights. the moonites yeah probably right <laughs> <laughs> the moon or whoever tells him like he, yeah so basically this uh, Gideon guy Harry Dean Stan is assigned to help one person every year he's a Christmas angel some subdivision of angel that I'd never heard of before to Ginny Granger really the, who I mean she has a lot of problems but the only one that he's really assigned to solve is the fact that she doesn't like Christmas all that much which seems kind of frivolous, but hey, uh, whatever. Setup sucks, I think.
3: I don't know. I guess it's kind of cute. Who the fuck knows? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, then we cut to a shopping mall, a busy shopping mall in North... What? It's in Medford, right? North Medford?
1: Uh, I think so. Maybe maybe it's North Owen. Something you going
3: to see Santa, right? Yeah, yeah it's, pretty, Santa.
2: it's pretty. It's uh, pretty hustle bustle. It's like that it's, usual it's, uh, crowd, very, very busy
1: Christmas holiday crowd.
2: Like, think your standard department departmental store uh, Christmas scene. where you got Santa on the chair, uh, taking oh, the kids. Oh, oh, like, yeah, like a Christmas yeah. story, just less uh, mean spirited, I guess. Up, yeah. yeah. But I uh, yeah, and it cuts to this family talking. This daughter asking her dad about how he got laid off. Rubbing it in his face that he's got no job. He's broke. He's a joke. Ain't got no smoke.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact, man. This guy's a fucking loser. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Straight up and down.
3: Yeah. Don't they go over like some fucking business? Like she's she's giving him the business end or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I've only been like laid off for so much time. I don't remember. You've been
1: laid off forever, daddy. Meh. And it's like since July, and the mom gives him like since June.
0: Ooh, Yeah, not,
1: she's not happy about it because she's working. She mentions, oh, we should get get them out. You know, it's like, oh, it takes me fucking five hours to make four bucks at my shitty grocery store job. Yeah, like she we can't get that. We're here to get her socks.
2: Ass. Stop at the uh, the donut shop to eat some donuts. And the son, in particular, he does not know how to eat donuts. He's just <laughs> taking these donuts and mushing them up against his face. He does that a
3: couple times, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. He do when they're playing street hockey or whatever. It's just shoving. Shit into his head.
2: <laughs> I don't think he was eating it when they're he was still uh, at the mall. Yeah, that's when they're still at the okay. mall. I don't think he was. I miss
3: it. that bit then. Yeah. yeah,
2: daughter knows that at the Santas that the, the uh, department store aren't necessarily the real Santas. So she yeah. still believes in Santa, but she's not totally disillusioned to the it's point where she dumb. thinks that the one in the mall is the real deal. Like she knows that Santa has helpers because he can't do it all by himself. Yeah.
3: Like Abby's just trying to convince her mother, who just won't accept it, that it's it's fucking real, dude. It's oh yeah, right
2: there. no, this mother she shoots down like every possible thing
1: that this girl has to say about how great Santa
3: is. Mm-hmm. Well, and
1: there's also talk about how uh, Santa doesn't really like to give presents to the poor kids like poor Molly Monahan. <sighs> oh, and,
3: yeah.
1: Uh, they might get skipped over and they're like, yeah, like Molly Monahan, you know.
3: Was that the the She's loser girl barking. with the bike? <laughs> Yeah, loser yeah. with the bike. Cause... Loser with the bike. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Back. She, she
2: was great. After that, that's when it uh, cuts to them playing hockey in the street.
3: Yeah, you're right. Like, There's a, just a ton of people walking around with trash cans Like, for some reason. I think it was trash <laughs>
2: day. Or maybe they arranged those trash cans to be like the uh, the goalposts. It... But um, no, this is where we see Gideon not in a tree for the first time. And I thought that the way that he showed up, it was like this dramatic music cue. It was softly snowing. But then when he he shows up it stops snowing like oh,
1: oh. yeah. So yeah. Go, hey it stops snowing
2: and he's just like
3: gazing at these little kids setting like, up this he game he looks so out of place right off he's, the bat yeah, I mean, dude, long about, jacket dark yeah, clothing he's yeah. Yeah, yeah he's
1: wearing he's dressed all in black he's this tall thin guy
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, he has like a black hat on You somebody said he looked kind of like the dude from Jeepers Creepers yeah. or
3: uh, Freddy Krueger from New Nightmare Oh yeah, yeah. like that uh, uh, he has the trench coat
1: Weird business, man. Uh, strange, pretty, uh, pretty memorable look, I suppose, though. So.
3: Yeah, no, I mean he does look cool. It's just the he's, context, he, I guess. Is like really he, weird. Yeah, he gets some.
1: Um, like it helps that he sticks out just because he's
2: wearing like he's wearing all black and there's nothing but white everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, he
3: stands out in the landscape, absolutely. So yeah, he just kind of like wanders his way closer to these little kids. Well,
1: the, yeah, because the daughter um, complains that to another kid that, about her mom not liking Christmas very much, and then what happens? Terry's like
3: the fuck your mom doesn't like Christmas well, he, just,
1: he just walks right up and introduces himself as a friend to these kids like who You're like last Oh just a friend
3: oh no, I'm just a friend don't worry about it I just say you know, go for a walk
2: and He asks the dollar your mama doesn't like Christmas. <laughs> that's real. Yeah. that's real sad.
3: <laughs> it makes my heart break, little
2: girl. And this hockey game that these kids are playing—like these little kids—they're not sitting in the best spot. Like they're sitting awfully close to these kids, the smashing that puck as hard as they can toward each yeah, other. Yeah, you
3: see a shot of a trash can just explode. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a puck that hits it, just
2: yeah, it's crazy. And um, um, that's when oh. Gideon's like, "Hey, watch out! There's there's little kids sitting here." Careful, Tone yeah. it down a bit, and yeah, of course, relax, they don't dude. listen they tell one of the kids tells them, Eat snow, mister! Yeah, yeah. i, love
3: that shit. <laughs> I <got> him good. <laughs> oh, that's a great line. It is a good line. What's up there with you, you bob apples out of the toilet and like it. <laughs> probably one Are of you a piece of shit for breakfast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Uh. <laughs> No. Uh, no yeah. No, bro, no, no, dude. I don't I fucking don't do that. <laughs> I'm deep fryer personally. Dude. dude, shut up. <laughs> I'm not eating snow or shit or fucking anything. Um what the fuck And then so fucking he does Whoa. some some sweet telekinesis.
2: Yeah, one of the kids hits a bang and slap shot, and it's heading right for the kid, for the the boy. Right I think Abby, right in his no, right navi, right, in Abby's right, right in Abby's for her space. fucking mouth It's just gonna knock all destroy all her stupid, all teeth, her stupid,
1: stupid baby be. useless baby teeth right <laughs> over his skull.
2: Scroll
3: back, I don't know why Harry was concerned at all. Yeah, he's, <laughs> no <laughs> gonna come out. back.
2: Yeah, he shows his sweet telekinetic skills or his magic paladin Christmas powers or whatever kind of magic he uses to deflect the puck away and smash the window instead. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, therefore... Bring it a fucking
3: window, it. though. I mean, that's going to cost somebody something.
2: Yeah, but at least the children are all right. Save the children.
3: we got to save the children. You're right. Someone... It's Christmas is for the children. Like, someone think of the children? <laughs> Please. Uh, <We> need somebody about <laughs> the children. It's the only one. Takes more than one man, Keith. <laughs> uh, yeah, you
1: can't, you can't do it alone. Harry Dean can't do it alone. <laughs> can't do it. Uh, so then... Mr. Crum or Crump sounds like shrimp yeah the daughter uh, keeps
2: calling him uh, Mr. Grump
1: from, yeah from Continental shows up because uh, the house that this family lives in is owned by the radio company that their dad uh, worked for yep. so they have to be out by 10
3: top, days um,
1: by New Year's Day New Year's okay. Day I believe so yeah probably about 10 days at this point and get
3: the fuck out he, the father is not helping at all. It's up to the mother. To he's pack, too busy the whole thing. He's sticking around with bikes making yeah. some stupid kids. Let's open up this Carious. bike shop. So yeah. mommy's gotta like fucking just do everything herself. She's gotta work a full time job, pack up the whole house, and watch the kids like what's this guy doing all day? Playing with bikes? playing himself listening to the hockey news on the radio. Yeah, he's like, damn, dude, hockey news on the radio gets me so hot and bothered. <laughs> yeah, he's twiddling with sticks. Can't wait to get into that basement, dude. It's like, dude, don't say it like that. Dude, shut up.
2: <laughs> what did you guys think of Mr. Crump's mustache? It was oh. a
1: nice little pencil-thin
2: number he had going on what yeah type? like it did look like that it looked like somebody took a number two pencil and just scribbled on his upper lip
3: it's like I don't have a great mustache so I'm not one to talk but it looks like he had like a little like pre like pubescent not pre pubescent I guess I think he was pu- post pubescent he was post pubescent like a post pubescent boy <laughs> like Stupid mustache, he's gonna go. Yeah, like, yeah, man, I'm gonna grow this mustache and ask Amy out to the dance, kid. <laughs> and then, like, he took mascara and rubbed it on his baby hairs to darken them up. Yeah, I guess that's growing up.
0: <laughs> <Round and laughs> <on it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no, I think it was a style choice. I think he, um,. I think he wanted, to, for some reason, to have. They thought it was fucking cool. He wanted to look like John Waters. He
3: looks something. like Mr. Money Bucks. <laughs> Mr. Money Bucks? <Fucking>, yeah, he's <laughs> dancing around with fucking bags of money everywhere. <laughs>
1: but yeah, so then, yeah, something that he really liked happened this involving boxes.
3: Cal's, like, just behind the adults talking. And he just falls, like, a drunken fool into these boxes <laughs> well, that his mother's no, trying to raise uh,
1: It looked like his mom, like,. Bumped into him, maybe? slightly nudged oh. his shoulder, so I think he used it as an excuse to just. I'm gonna be a dickhole. Like,
3: <laughs> I thought he just fucking fell over for no reason. I think his
1: mom gives him like a slight nudge, so he should like, have like
2: been it was a to light touch. Like the inertia that he was going at was not relevant to how his mother touched him, if she barely touched him at all. She yeah. breathed on him and he, he fell over, dude. Kills. Again,
3: I think this kid's a little bitch. <laughs> <know>. This <laughs> uh, this, limp, this, man. This, real ta- this real tale
2: this real tail guy, this Mr. Crumb, he's kind of a dick. Like this woman, she, um, the mom. She's the house isn't uh, ready. It's not picked up. He had no yeah. warning that he was coming in. He just busts in and starts showing the family. <laughs> so it's super embarrassing for her, and it pretty much sets the tone that this family
1: is pretty fucked in general. Yeah, they're in uh, dire straits here, man.
3: Really, dude. They're uh, they're getting it from all sides, dude. It's not easy for these people. No, yeah. not at all. They're having um, a rough time here. Fucking little Abby, she says, she tells Mr. Krampus, what, Krampus, what? Yeah, Mr. Mr. Krampus. Mr. fucking Dickness. <laughs> Calls him, uh, says that my daddy thinks you're a dork. And, Slam, da-da-da. Dun, 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 da, 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 da. <laughs> Let the, the boys the be boys. boys. <laughs> Slam, yeah. da da, da. Fucking feels like shit after that. It breaks his heart. He's like, dude, I fired your dad personally. <laughs> Why, what do you think? I'm an asshole. I like guess
2: that. this is my just desserts. <laughs> you want yeah, yeah. Me. he gets his.
3: <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to a uh, oh, steamy, hot steamy scene. That's what I had to Yeah,
2: steamy, dreamy, sour scene. Ooh. Creamy.
3: It was hot. Creamy, She's beige. singing along,
2: dude. Um, so, in pro- the name of love, it's like the only time in the
4: movie.
2: It's like the <laughs> own... <laughs> Yeah, just like yeah. that. It's, it's like the like only great. time in the movie too where she seems like genuinely
1: happy about something. Like yeah, because she's alone away from her stupid. Yeah, shit she family. finally
3: got a fucking break from everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, um, then we hear ring, uh, ring, 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 phone call, phone call. <laughs> no, she has to, yeah, just get out of the shower. Yeah. Oh man. Um, as she's getting out. A rag falls on the drain. Oh, yeah, the starts the up. Yeah. Unbeknownst to
2: her, like, she's just too busy trying to answer this phone. So, so. she's like,
3: fuck, gotta get to work. I'm not even done showering. Phone ringing. Who oh, the fuck? Kids run in from outside. Yeah, they get into Abby a crazy piss
1: phrase. They both have to, like, really rock a piss. Like, wicked Fucking man. Abby like,
3: checks him so right so
1: at
2: the door. Just oh, yeah, knocks no. him Shh. what the fuck down. Her need was far, far
1: greater than his, she although... Picked up and watched the Maple Leaf games, and, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Which, again, like, dude, if that was me, if that was my little... <laughs> I would have pushed her into the wall. I would have put <laughs> her head right through a wall.
2: Fucking... Would have given her the fucking Siberian cyclone. Just fucking put her ass in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, it's like, your ass is grass and I'm gonna uh... mow it.
1: <laughs> and I'm the MOA. And uh, so yeah, so they fucking bust in there. And yeah, the shower starts to overflow. Then the sun has to go in and take a piss. The mom really has to get back in there.
3: Mm. And then some, like just dick, shows up while she's like patiently waiting for her kids to stop. Fucking it was around. it was
1: the friend Molly Mayanhand because she probably yeah.
2: doesn't have a toilet. Bike. <laughs> so poor she doesn't have a toilet. They had to sell yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, they had, to- they had to pawn. She's their like Penny in this series. <laughs> yeah, this basically.
3: Movie. What the fuck? Uh,
1: but yeah, there's a, another line that was. I guess it's like, well, they're talking. The moms talking to Abby through the door and uh, she relays the the daughter uh, Abby says like oh so and so says Merry Christmas and she's like go oh, why don't mom and I don't do it to say Merry Christmas and she says I guess key line in this movie with her, her character is well nobody ever really means it when they say it Ooh.
3: That's that cuts <laughs> deep. Yeah, cutting real deep. So the tub
2: overflows, and yeah. then uh, because the last kid took too long, and instead of like getting up and trying to stop
1: the overflow of water, the kid is just sitting there yeah, just, staring at uh,
2: it. This oh. is Green. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and also yeah, the other son, that's Dorcas Molorchis. He busts the. <laughs> he's fucking around, yeah, because he's like trying to clean up the spill with a mop, and he winds like, like breaking a window. <laughs> yeah, oh he's making a hash of it.
3: I want to make note of Abby's sweater. Sweater, I guess shirt yeah. little gizmo on it gremlins represent right there oh cool another <laughs> I, cool Christmas movie yeah it came movie. out the same, same year I guess more, more of the one of the darker Christmas movies
1: yeah, yeah for sure oh yeah and she says please in my next life let me have two baths cause then that she, would yeah, suck she to
2: say that when the door slams yeah and did you guys have multiple bathrooms when you were growing up? I only had
1: one so I can relate. I have an interesting Once, bathroom yeah. situation in my house. So we had a regular bathroom with, you know, a toilet and and <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Half it, a sink and a and a sink and uh, and a bathtub. And then like we have this room now. It's just like the coat room at the bottom of the stairs uh, and there was there was just a toilet and no door. <laughs> and yeah, I remember fucking like eating in the kitchen. Eating, eating supper in the kitchen <laughs> as a kid and my dad would just go up and fucking take a, a, shit. And take a no he'd take a piss <laughs>
3: that sucks trying to eat your and kid and yeah I remember, like I <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I don't know like
1: I was so down. young I probably did the same thing I remember yeah. like just being in that room because it was adjacent to the kitchen and just, like, taking a big old diarrhea dump while my mom's, like, you know, <laughs> cooking supper in the, in the next room and there's no door or anything.
3: Dude, that Kid Cuisine's got to come out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, thank God I wasn't eating Kid Cuisine, but...
3: Oh, man, I, that's a whole other podcast. That's the podcast. That's it's a whole cuisine. other series. The Kid
1: Cuisine cast. <laughs> um. <laughs>
3: do the Lunchable spin-off. Oh, uh, we can do the Go-Tarts. It's the best. It's <laughs> the best product I ever saw. Hell yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, so then what? Uh, mom mom goes to work. Yeah, Mom goes to work, and her
2: job is just like her home life. It sucks. It sucks, Rob. <laughs> if
3: anybody's ever worked with the public, you know exactly what she's going to. Yeah, it's what not she's, easy. She's her, cashier. Her boss is really, yeah. Her boss at is really grocery a bigger store. problem than
1: the Customers, he's a complete cocksucker. Was actually my no, this boss is a cocksucker. Yeah,
3: he basically just doesn't do much of anything. <laughs> his job is to. His job is yeah, to stand
2: around there. and tell people <laughs> to
1: work harder,
2: and that's pretty much it. Uh, she was uh, giving like a like a like a intercom sales pitch. Yeah, like yeah. stuff
1: that was on sale at that
2: moment. Which is what and the then, manager uh, can
3: do when they're fucking swamp selling turkeys and hams. Well, and it's shit. yeah. They
1: mentioned that it's his job anyway because he bitches her out for the, her line backing up, and then the other cashier speaks up for. Is like, well, that's because she's doing your announcements. You lazy piece you of garbage! You fucking no. This guy. Try
2: to imagine, like, like, like the boss that your coworkers tell spooky ghost stories about, and that's what this guy is, pretty much.
3: Yep, that's that guy. He. And he's Canadian. Oh like, my
1: good. God! Two strikes.
3: <laughs> I mean,
1: Jeannie your line is backing up. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, it was bad. And then, like you know, customers are frustrated, of because they have to wait and stuff like that. And everybody's got to get out. And it's just it's... Christmas is so stressful all the time, and just everything's packed and busy constantly. People get frustrated easily. So this one guy, a little sore, I guess. Helps, yeah. He double looks like,
1: um, He looks kind of like Joe. I think his name's Joe Flaherty, who was on. I don't know if it's actually him. Him, but he was on SCTV, which is a Canadian sketch show uh, that we, with the likes of uh, Eugene Levy and Rick Moranis back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, and he was also the dad on Freaks and Geeks. It's probably not him, but I'm just gonna say this guy reminds me of him. Hmm. And he was also, if you I don't know if you guys have seen it, listening. He was I think he played a priest or something in the movie Detroit Rock City. Hmm. But anyway, that's who he reminds me of.
3: Interesting. Mom, I forget her name. Just the mother, I guess. Uh, Ginny. Jenny. Ginny. So, yeah, Jenny is um, backed up. She's confused. She's doing her manager's job. She's yep. busy, stressed out. She's got a lot of problems at home. Broken window now. Like, maybe some water damage.
1: Those yeah. little boners on the sh-
3: job here. Yeah, dad's not really w- trying that hard, maybe, to find a job. He's just fucking around with bikes with some dude in his basement. Yeah, like, he's, the doing
1: the, he's doing the work that he wants to do, rather than maybe what's practical so in this, at the time.
3: She is exhausted. She's packing up the house by herself, so she... It's going a through a lot. A couple mistakes here and there. I can't really what blame her. her. Yeah. yeah, what does she do there?
1: She uh, double charges this uh, Joe Flaherty-looking guy on Doritos, and he gets all pissed off about it, even mm-hmm. though with, like, one push of a button she fixes it, but he still, like, threatens to, uh, next time I'm going to the A&P. And she doesn't take like, kindly to that comment and gives him some sass back.
2: Yes. next time just go to the
1: AAMP a- or whatever the fuck that place
2: is yeah called. she
3: was like just do it but yeah she, he's like well fine it's a big basically a fuck you and he's like well th- sh-
2: it, takes, a, it take, takes the receipt and just throws it on the fucking conveyor
1: yeah it he just tosses it I think he like tosses the change at her and we see that this guy's probably hurting too financially because he needs mm-hmm. to like He's like, hey, boy, you got the five cents. Like, he's short a nickel, and he's going to borrow money from his, like, ten-year-old son. Bums it he off his
3: baby boy. He's it's got crazy. his
1: <laughs> And then we see the other, the next customer is uh, Miss Monahan, the the mother of, of broke-ass Molly Monahan. doesn't have a toilet. Yeah,
3: little fucking loser girl.
1: And we have another piece of, of sadness here where she has to, like, uh, paying food stamps and her total total is 26 something she only has 25 bucks worth of food stamps she's got to put back that beef jerky Just,
2: but, yeah, it, jerky it cuts tonight.
3: away too when they talk about the food stamps it cuts to Harry in the background does it? yeah he's watching I didn't fucking, catch that. I think he's there yeah he's watching from like the aisleways like where people would like walk out and he's just like just looks over seductively, kind of, just like gazing upon them. Like, I wonder what's going to happen here. Merry Christmas spirit, right? Some <laughs> fucking shit. And
1: like, she does do the nice thing in the scene. She offers to help uh, Molly, uh, you know, Molly's mom there, uh, pay because she's a little short. Because at her essence, she's not a bad person. Like she's
2: actually pretty yeah, that's nice. Really the thing, All thing is, like, there's really
1: nothing. There's really nothing bad about this woman except that she doesn't like Christmas, which is. Who gives a shit yeah. it's a weird movie, you know for that reason, I suppose, yeah,
3: yeah, it is weird. let me see you know, uh Cal and Abby's helping uh they're bringing over the angel to put on the town's tree, I guess yep. yes, that's just a brief thing that happens. I think Harry's there too like he's, he's everywhere bro and then it cuts to like uh you know dad's cutting in uh Abby's cutting in Abby he's tucking in. That's fucking weird. That's getting out for sure. Maybe yeah, not. I don't
1: that's it We'll
2: see. Well, yeah. I like the way that he. I like the way that he tucks her in. He picks her up by the legs, then uses her head like a shovel to pull the sheets back. Yeah, And that's then right. throws her onto
1: it's like the bed. Shovel night. Yeah. No, ever, ever, ever since you know Jerry Sandusky, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Uh, a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> So let's, let's clean it up here. Um, what are they talking about? They're talking uh, about angels. 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 Yes. Yeah. Dad believes in it. Mom doesn't. Mom says it's a bunch of horse shit. Dad says, nah, we believe in angels there. and shit. We're rangers. Is it there? Yeah, basically explains that uh, he thinks angels are real and that basically angels are just like if really good people die, that's what they become uh, after and it's all these different kinds of angels, including Christmas angels.
2: And yeah, Guardian angels, Christmas and, angels. Do like, you think there are Halloween angels and St. Patty's
3: Day angels? Would those just be like drunk demons? Yeah, like drunk angels and demons on Halloween? Yeah. Or ghosts? I don't know. I think this is a uh, pile of hoopla. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, in this movie it's true, but you know. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, weird, weird religion this man's preaching. It.
3: And then it goes to the parents talking about... Not going over budget and toys. Yeah, like they
1: mentioned like, that she had to go. She had to go to Toys R Us on her fucking dinner break, which is sad too. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's a this shitty story.
3: Heartbreaking. Oh my god. Yeah,
1: and they talk about like yeah, how many presents um, are they gonna be able to buy their kids? And mom just got like a few things and a sketch and a few, just a few kind of cool presents, but nothing extravagant.
3: Yeah. And dad wants to get more. He wants to still go all out. He wants that big Christmas feeling. He wants—he's got that spirit deep inside of him, and he wants to—he wants to share wants it to with everyone else. It. <laughs> yeah, unleash
1: the Christmas spirit. Unleash the beast. <laughs> uh, His
3: Christmas spirit is busting loose.
1: Yeah, it's busting out everywhere. Um, Every orifice.
3: And the kids are listening the whole time, like they're yeah, listening, they're, the they're
1: overhearing, yeah. like uh, the way I think, like probably every kid does. Yeah, but yeah, like uh, they mentioned that they have about five grand left in the bank, and he wants to take out a couple hundred and get some more presents and actually have, like a big Christmas for the kids because that's really important to him to still be able to do that. And he, mm. She says, that, "Oh, that's like all the money we have in the world between, uh, yeah, between us and the poorhouse," is how she puts it. She's not having any of that.
3: The you know brother Cal tries to confront uh, Abby, you know, talking about his feelings about Christmas and what he believes. So yeah. everyone has like a different perspective represented, which is pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: And uh, they say like uh, they're not gonna might not get that many presents because they're poor, and uh, that he explains like oh well some stuff comes from. Santa. Some stuff comes to your parents. Why there would be toy stores? Which I think is kind of what I thought of as a kid.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's kind of funny, though, that, like, they believe that Santa only gives
2: the best gifts to those in, like, the best tax brackets. Yeah, that's... Yeah.
3: yeah, that is a weird thing, but I guess it's... Like, I always assumed
2: that he would be like, I've never heard... I guess that's what makes it so weird to me. I've never heard of anybody thinking that way before that, that uh, Santa wouldn't give you gifts just because you're poor
1: I think I had that I yeah. think I might have had that idea as a kid though that like because of like you you got you knew about all the charities that around the holidays like Salvation Army whoever who collects toys yeah. for poor kids and I just remember thinking like well why doesn't Santa bring poor kids presents is he not like poor people is, yeah, it's he, is, is he a Republican <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> you're cutting in deep <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is actually weird. Like they would, poor people would only get what their parents could afford and what other people are willing to give, and that's it. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, the rich kids get like those Star Wars at at fucking robots, they get the and fucking shit. The Technodrome from Teenage Mutant Ninja
2: Turtles. Yeah, and,
1: they like, get all, all the great toys, <laughs> Kevin. Game Gear. Kevin. Uh, <laughs> is that
3: right, Kevin? Kevin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and they'll get the fucking twelve grand the Star Wars Blending and Falcon
3: Lego set. Yeah, so that is... I mean, I guess, like, as a kid, you, you notice those things, I yeah.
1: guess.
2: But you don't really give... You don't give them much thought because you're, you're
1: a little kid. Like, Dude, what do you There really... must be a good reason that adults have. Turns out, not really.
3: No, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it turns out everybody had lied to it, all the kids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but, uh, but Abby comes up with this idea of, uh, you know like it pulls the Christmas story she's going to go right to the main connection you know or cut through all the bullshit and red tape and send a, a letter straight to Santa herself.
2: sending
3: a love letter from her heart
1: yeah
3: because
2: if anyone can fix the trials <laughs> and tribulations of this family it's the guy in red
3: yep he is he's the ultimate dude yeah he's the penultimate whatever <laughs> second to last <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so um
1: she goes outside and, and Harry Dean Stanton is up in his perch there as usual hanging out in a tree playing harmonica mm-hmm. and sees Abby going out to the mailbox to to mail the thing and then some pretty some pretty weird happens
3: Oh, okay uh, so this effect we got to talk about this, this. was yeah, we really this weird but really
1: about. cool we'll, we'll do our best i guess to describe it so basically Harry Dean Stanton just Appears because that's how he does, doesn't really move around, just teleports. He just appears right it's behind. Like
3: uh, well, this time
1: it seemed like he was because that a huge gust of wind, yeah, like, it shows up right
3: behind. Oh, Abby, okay, yeah,
2: this
1: big <laughs> gust of wind that blows all this it's
3: snow up, a fucking up. blizzard
0: and,
1: out of uh, nowhere. And it looks really cool because with the lighting, with the, the kind of the whitish light of the streetlights, yep. it looks like it's a snowstorm, even though it's just windy. Shut up. Really well. And we yeah, we have this this bizarre, you know, visage um, of a... Uh,
3: bright light. It looks like it could be part of an alien abduction, like on it, a stage. It was ground. kinda
1: like that, kinda like an alien abduction out of a movie, yeah.
3: Or a crazy magic spell that Harry was doing. Yeah. And he's it frames
1: him all in the dark black and the hat and it looks it looks pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because he's appearing right next to a five year old girl like that.
3: Yep. And he like fucking telekinesis, like, pulls the fucking letter out of the mailbox, and he's like, oh, you can't put this through the federal mail. It sucks ass. (laughs) That's illegal, this We gotta use magic angel angel bullshit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, the mailbox door opens on its own, the letter comes back out, and he grabs it, and he tells her that, um, oh, you should have, uh, have your mom send this, instead of you. I don't really know why. She's gonna just... Well, to get her Christmas spirit back, I guess. But...
3: as all that's going on, as Abby's having this encounter with fucking uh, Mr. Gideon, mom wants to fuck. You doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're some back playful and forth. Kisses. Between... She's looking real nice.
1: Yeah, between uh, <laughs> Harry Dean with Abby, cutting back and forth to mom and dad, getting a little turned on, a little, a little frisky there. A little frisky. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. Mm, yeah. About yeah. to make some sweet married love. Yep. Uh, yeah. Just like God wants. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Dan consensual. And Santa, Santa wants. A
2: consensual sex in the missionary position for the sole purpose of procreation. That's what it's about. That's
3: <laughs> only... That's it. That's
2: what the real play is played for. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, um... The daughter... Yeah, while that's going on, the daughter and, uh... Gideon the angel are talking. It's the first... Uh, the daughter's the first character that, uh... Gideon actually introduces himself into and tells her that he is a Christmas angel.
3: It's like child's play. I think she's the
1: only. I think she's the only character that he ever actually says, explicitly says that to. And the
2: way he did it was kind of creepy
1: because he, he was like, "Can you keep a secret?" Yeah, yeah. that was a line. He, that he was, like
3: kneels made a down to her. Keep a secret, she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, but yeah." <laughs> Does she like fucking stuttered. I was like, what the well, she couldn't believe it. Like, yeah, she's like shitting brakes. Like. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you were,
2: well, how old do you think she is? Like six or seven? Like five or six? Oh, I would have lost my fucking hat. And a mean? guy comes up to you. He pull he uses like this white holy light to pull the letter out of the mailbox, and then he tells oh, you, oh.
0: "Can you keep a secret?" Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Like,
3: yeah.
2: How would you react? Well, I, just, I would be blown think, away.
1: Yeah. I think in in a way, it might be easier to accept as a kid. I think, yeah, when you're a kid, you just accept those things, especially when you still believe, yeah, in Santa Claus, who does is almost like a supernatural. Being can do all these in, impossible things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it'd be easier to accept at six or seven than than at this point. But still pretty weird. And I—that's I, another note I put in later. It's like especially later in the movie, like this kid is gonna grow up with some really weird memories. How is she gonna make sense of yeah. any of this when she's an adult? I can just
2: imagine, like at school, look—it's the kid that can talk
1: to angels.
3: <laughs> angel talker. Angel talker.
2: Oh, man, no, kids will fucking slam her ass so bad if she came out and just told everybody. Yeah, I saw anyone oh, once. yeah,
3: swirlies every day, throwing in the trash <laughs> can.
2: I think so. Yeah, kids Kids mm-hmm. will latch on to anything kids to make fun are- of a kid Ooh.
1: for. Well, that's the thing. It's like it doesn't seem like something to really make fun Fun of somebody else about. I think like the same thing. Like kids her same age, some of them I think are gonna believe her whole story. I don't know.
3: I remember her brother just being like, "You're a fucking idiot. Well, he's he's like, shut the hell up with this angel Santa He's like, crap.
1: um, he's like two years older, and I think that makes a big difference at that. Yeah, that's true.
3: I got yeah, maybe kids around her age would be like, "Oh yeah, fucking angels, dude, that's cool."
1: It would
2: also depend on uh how much of it she keeps to herself too. Well, the guy did tell yeah. her to
1: keep it a secret. Is she really gonna? She-
2: no she didn't because like less than 10 minutes later she tells her mom that hey I saw an angel named Gideon the yeah, street. Mom and then just she's like an, an angel the I huh. mean a
1: man like she, she remembers oh yeah I was going to say that but yeah she doesn't tell anybody outside of her immediate family I don't know she might tell more people
3: yeah. I mean maybe she'll give it some time Who or knows? maybe it's
1: like one of those weird things where she'll just fucking magically forget about it when she gets older
3: maybe but yeah Santa pulls job.
2: out the neuralizer out of his fucking sack and yeah. <laughs> he
3: uses that don't blink don't blink
2: <laughs> puts on his Santa shades <laughs> yeah so um yeah, um, he introduces himself he tells her sure. tells her what he is what he does um, and how he became a yeah, Christmas angel yeah, I, I, I guess I
1: mentioned it over uh, earlier but yeah he goes over his kind of origin story of he drowned in the dangles snake river saving some kid from drowning but he didn't know how to swim which made me wonder how he saved a kid if he couldn't swim either but apparently he did maybe he's making it up to sound cool uh, he wants to impress this five year old girl maybe he, yeah, just he drank really himself to, to death in a wagon train
2: he
3: probably yeah, did probably it good. looked like he was making it up like he was just like so she was like then then what happened and he's like that's uh, all and then like rolling his eyes around and then I saved a kid
1: I don't know if it's just his manner of speech but it did almost sound like he was improv it
3: Maybe he was just shocked that somebody had asked him that. Maybe nobody fucking cared before. And he's like, yeah. holy shit, you really want to know? At this point, we find out that Harry really wants to get that Christmas spirit deep inside Abby's mother. Like, really wicked bad. Yeah, <laughs> looking- like... So bad. like So, oh, so bad. Oh, shit. Like, he keeps insisting, like, doing my mom's not believing in Christmas. Maybe she needs a little something-something, you know? Get well, when, you're, <laughs> give, when you're, you're
2: given one job, I mean, if you only have one job to do, you kind of want to make sure you do that one you job. Couldn't you
3: have, like, a different approach, though? Just pretend to be a person, and you're like, oh, yeah, Christmas, and just, <laughs> oh, I hate fancy running at you again, uh, Guinea, Ginny, whatever the fuck. <laughs> And just like, holy shit, like, let's go do something nice. I mean, come on, you don't have to, like, stalk this child and try to, like, sneak your way in. Some weird
1: happens, like, um, she like uh, her mom gets up realizes that uh, maybe they're done banging already checks on uh, Abby and then sees that she's gone looks for her outside Abby almost gets hit by a car and then like uses
3: my powers to like teleport
1: yeah Gideon uh, yeah uses the fucking teleportation technique and gets her out of the way it was weird though like the way
2: that the the camera was shot it was kind of hard to follow what was going on like at first I wasn't sure if he was the one who entered or if it was the bright flash it was just like the headlights of the car, and the car was really farther away than it actually was. Yeah, like you
3: just see the headlights just up here, and then she's like, I don't know. If the-
1: and then all of a sudden, isn't she just all of a sudden at the, you know, at the other side of the street or something? Yeah. It's yeah.
2: I do have a theory to
1: that, uh, but that involves the ending, so we'll save that for a little later. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> So then they go to. They, they pile in the car the next day, I guess, and they go to. Uh, Going to Grampy's. Great Granddaddy's house. I guess it's um the dad's. It's the dad's grandfather. Lives out somewhere out in the country in a big ass house. And this guy's. He's, he's kind of weird. He says that the Grangers are Santa fanatics or something
3: yeah, like
2: that. Yeah, they're in deep with Santa. Yeah,
3: he's rolling in the deep. We
1: are Grangers. We believe in. Yeah, I think I mentioned this time. But yeah, it's like. Uh, yeah, I to maybe grab some pizza here at uh, our world base headquarters. Should
3: we take like a pizza break? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I you in a bit. So welcome back.
1: back. Had some pizza.
3: It was good. Yeah, I got some right here still. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, it's good stuff actually. Yeah. Pretty good time. Very tasty. Not to get too on topic. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, they visit granddad, great 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 grandpappy. He's a Santa nut. And he's they, like a thousand years old. They go up to his attic.
1: So, yeah, they, he, he shows them like what he's going to give presents and gives one of them an old snow globe. The other one gives him a shitty old book that I
3: guess looked like the Necronomicon. Mm hmm. Which that might explain some events towards the end. Yeah, uh, definitely.
2: Yeah, this whole scene was a little spooky. Just more so because of the way the music was playing, mm-hmm. like what kind of music was playing. It was when like he a...
3: pulls that snow globe out of the box. Yeah, I thought it it's looked like, like he was creepy gonna creepy ass music. It I is thought a little
2: bit sinister. I thought he was gonna pull a gun out of the
3: box instead <laughs> of the <laughs> snow globe. It's like I want you to do it, kids. I want you to put one in old granddad's brain. <laughs> granddad's tired of living. Life is too long, kiddies. <laughs> 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 I'm Pratic- and I'll tell you a
1: story. The movie turns into a life study.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: yeah.
1: And he fucks with these kids It's like, well, now I guess I'm not gonna get you little bitches anything for Christmas. God, psych. Yeah, he
3: buys his way out. He just gives them some shit he from his attic loop. and he's like, oh, I'm out! It's a fucking loophole in the system. <laughs> <laughs> when Abby runs up here, she's like, holy shit, a rocking horse, a rocking horse, a rocking oh, horse, yeah. a rocking horse. She says it like a thousand times. She
1: was way she into that rocking horse.
2: horse.
3: She said it. 14 (laughs) times
1: yeah okay she probably did but yeah she's way too excited about uh, some shitty old rock seems a little inappropriate
3: Mm -hmm. her levels of
1: enthusiasm
2: for her whole scene she's
3: just riding this fucking rock well
2: I mean yeah She's gonna ride it I mean she's gonna Go oh, totally fucking Nuts train. about it And it. she's going there look at it
3: Brother's a little jealous Isn't he Isn't Cal a little jealous Of the snow globe He's like probably. Oh I got a fucking book he
1: got some dusty Musty crusty Old book Yeah it's
3: moldy it's You just, don't even know What
1: kind of book it is It pages probably are sucks falling
3: out of it It's, it's like, probably
1: just a Really outdated Geography textbook Or something Yeah From 1911 and a half
3: Feels cheated That's for sure they have a discussion about Santa Claus coming down chimneys. I'm yeah, sure.
1: and he's like, "Oh, if Santa can fit down any chimney. He can fucking suck in his gut or something.
2: He fit down any chimney. Mm-hmm. He can. Uh, he sees you everywhere you are, except for the bathroom. They make that clear. Yeah. He can't see you in the bathroom. That so would be really he, fucked up. He more. sees
1: you when you're pooping. He knows when you take a piss. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Personally, I was relieved to know that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't need that happening. Some stuff goes on in the bathroom that's best
1: left private. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm not just talking about pooping and peeing. You know what I mean,. <laughs> yeah she fucking gives that Santa letter to her mom again she still doesn't want to mail it she's like fuck Santa and his fat imply ass it looks like she's gonna, gonna, gonna burn it. it like she's got that uh oh
2: yeah table that was she was with, like um, looking
3: for I, I took that as they didn't have enough money for heating oil or something or wood or whatever so she was looking for shit to burn for heat <laughs> is what I took that as it's very likely and she was like eh, this fucking letter. she's not gonna know yeah I mailed it to Santa dude like what <laughs> she's not gonna fucking know so yeah, that, yeah how I took it, but or maybe it was
1: like they're still at their grandfather's house, or they home by then? They, oh, they were, were they were home, home by then, like their
2: the trip to grandpa's was, was pretty quick. short. It was basically just to get them there so they could get the snow globe and book and then bring them back. Plus, yeah, so there's, there's
1: we see on the desk uh, next to the, all this mail is yeah, some lighter fluid, and maybe they were going to use it as kindling to get a fire going or something.
2: She takes the letter and takes the rest of the junk mail, it looks like, but she takes the letter and she puts it back in the
1: desk. Yeah, she does set that aside. She can't, she doesn't want to mail the thing, but she can't bring, bring herself, herself to burn to, it, to to just
3: a little. Suppose. A little glimpse into how she's really actually feeling about Christmas. Maybe she just doesn't want to let down her daughter. Abby really wants mom to believe in Christmas so hard. <laughs> doesn't she cut deep? Doesn't Abby say something about, like, you're a fucking idiot, mom? Like, Santa's <gasps> real. Or she remember. says something really personal to her mother. I remember the mom getting might have been sick of her right.
1: talking about Santa, like, nonstop.
2: Stop like,
3: Maybe that's what, what it is, yeah. Abby.
1: Uh, Harry Dean in makes a new appearance, it was, by the yeah. way. I think maybe this is still. Well, I can't tell where this is at this point. Mm -hmm. All the sets look the same. But anyway, (laughs) Harry Dean Stan just appears... Yeah, he after in a chair, like, a chair in just, like watching her yeah, sleep. this watching
2: Abby sleep. This was mm-hmm. messed up. Like this again. Like <laughs> we know, we know this guy has nothing but good intentions. We know that he is just here to spread some Christmas cheer. But the way he makes an entrance and the way yeah. he, the way he was set up, like he's sitting in that chair, staring at the wall, staring at her. And if you take the time to steal that image, it looks like it could be cut out of a horror movie. Yeah, and the music doesn't help. Again, no, oh, yeah, the music, music choice. Is un-
3: unsettling in this movie it's weird
1: and I mean yeah we're just like we, there's like no way at this point in time like anybody is gonna s- not pick up on this because I mean I think that just culturally there's since you know the, the every you know not this not to get too not, not to get too real but you know since like the, the Catholic Church stuff came out you know like almost 15 years ago now it seems like there's really just this kind of sick national fixation on pedophilia <laughs> that I think yeah. it penetrated all of our minds and it's like an adult a strange adult showing up in a little kid's bedroom and is just going to be weird. It just doesn't look right. It uh, is weird. Even, Especially one. It's not supposed
2: to look right. Well, it that seems way. like he was in the
3: room, though, the entire time. And yeah. The mother leaves, like she walks by the chair, and then Harry's, like, in the chair. All I time, mean, maybe, like, she's listening, listening and he's like.
2: You did say that. It looked you gotta like. I get it, Ma. You said he looked like he was um, getting settled in, as it were. <laughs> yeah, he was getting cozy. <laughs> getting cozy, getting ready to hang out here for a while until this mother like feels Christmas
1: cheer.
3: can't stay outside
1: all day in that tree. <laughs> so, yeah, we like, he's lording over her. We have this shot where we see him. The back. And while he's still, while she's still asleep, yeah. And the next thing that happened is, yeah, the lights in the room just come back on by themselves, which wakes her up. And then like, shh,
3: yeah, sure he just, her. yeah, comes really close to her. Shh, don't say anything. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here. And then they just talk about like Harry's just like, dude, your mom. She needs that spirit deep inside of her. I don't yeah. know what's... Yeah,
1: something, something in her broke
2: is just, how
3: he phrases it.
1: He
2: people. punctuates the sentence by dropping the daughter's snow globe, like, smashing Dude, what it the hell into a, a thousand me? pieces. When your dad
3: gave it to me. He's going to die. That's all I have left. But and then... he's like, oh, hold on.
1: <laughs> yeah, then he just, they do a nice little reverse film thing where it just goes back together and then goes back into his hand, and it's fixed. And he's like, oh, I can fix can fix snow globes, but I can't fix people. Only your mom can fix herself or some fucking thing. And then he sh- oh, yeah. She needs a gift that only angels and children can give.
3: <laughs> yeah, what the
1: hell's that mean? Which was like, yeah, that was the fucking, yeah, the fucking marquee line of this movie for me is so, so weird. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say. I don't know what the <laughs> hell that really means.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, there's this quote, from now until tomorrow night... Don't be afraid. <laughs> like what? Yeah, and uh, yeah, Abby promises, I won't. I won't be afraid. No not worry. Promise. Uh, what's that shit mean? <laughs> well, I mean, it's
1: we now know, yeah, that it's kind of foreshadowing that like Harry Dean. That's another thing, I guess we'll get into later. Is like some bad things are going to happen, whether or not he uses his angelic force to make them happen, or he just mm. knows the future isn't really clear. But he's sort of war- giving her this warning that it can all the bad things that happen can be. Fixed, I suppose then he
2: tells her if she needs to find him to look for him in the treetops which yeah. is a distinction I didn't make at first until later in the movie where I realized that he's an angel and he's usually hanging out in treetops like an angel at the top of a Christmas tree another little another Christmas connection the Nice
3: little motif they got there yeah
1: yeah, parents are talking again about the the bike shop idea. Mom tells them to get fucking real, get a real job. While "I'll be home for Christmas" plays solemnly in the background.
3: Oh yeah, dude, that was heart wrenching. That whole thing.
1: Just yeah, just kicking just, you and then emotional ass. Yeah, get debt
3: and
2: And the dad gets sick of this verbal hate speech and he's like, <laughs> fuck this, I'm
1: out and he goes for a walk. Yeah, when you see Harry he Dean stand yet again yep. in, in the, the tree. tree playing harmonica. Yeah, there
3: he is. He just kind of yeah. listens in what they're talking about. Yeah, um, mom runs out. Ginny, Gideon, what? ginny and
1: Gideon? Uh, the mom.
3: They fuse together like in Dragon Ball Well. <laughs> yeah, they did yeah, the fusion dance. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> perfect Gideon, fusion. Ginny and <laughs>
2: from... <laughs> so the mom and the dad, they're talking to each other. The dad's going on about how things will be better next year. I mean, I'll have a job by then. The bike shop will be up and running. And then the mom starts talking about how God turned his back
1: on her. Yeah, well, she oh, says a few things that, that they, don't have, yeah, they don't have much to be, she doesn't feel like they have much to be that cheerful about, which is a really good point. And she mentions one thing that is, I think, that probably play a lot into her character's, you know, melancholy attitude, which is only mentioned once, and she mentions that her dad died the previous, Year, which is of course a, that's a big life event, as that's well. that's
3: a kind of a big deal, yeah. Uh, and what
1: saying, what did he live for? And the, he ran this motel and didn't really do much else with his life, yeah.
3: She uh, she expresses feelings of just living for no reason, like she's getting serious in this scene, and this is when it's like really sad, yeah. yeah she like, seems like holy just shit.
1: needs probably. Uh, might be even clinically depressed. Yep. but yeah, Dad just seems to have this idea that you know you live for, I guess, more of the little things in life, and mm-hmm. um, has you know has a more optimistic attitude. Yeah, she thinks God has gone away from the world, and he broke all the promises he made to humanity. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, it
3: gets heavy. Dude.
1: And <laughs> uh, I need a fucking drink. <laughs> yeah, big fucking time. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very sad stuff.
3: So, like, the sad music starts playing mm-hmm. towards the end of the speech, and she starts. It sounds like she's singing along with the score. Like, it matches up almost yeah. perfectly. So, it's like a musical. It is almost nowhere. like,
1: well, it's, it's, I guess it's like one thing in this movie that is a little bit Disney-esque. Yeah. She sings a song called Boston the Stars or something, and yeah, the music kind of lines up with, with her singing. And
3: <laughs> the father's like, fuck this. He throws a snowball, and he's like, you're a fucking sourpuss. I hate you. You're he's a fucking He's like, I'm just going to. No, he's like, I think this walk is how. I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna keep going. I'll yeah. see you later basically fuck you well is he says oh
1: well, you came out here to cheer me up doing a hell of a job yeah thanks
3: for making me want to kill myself <laughs> and <you>. on Christmas <laughs> Eve nonetheless oh. So
2: he vanishes he's yeah. going off wherever the hell he goes and, and then getting hammered getting hammered yeah going yeah. to the local dive bar it's just to drown yeah he's going <laughs> to get all <old> gin mill <laughs> and that leaves the mom alone she walks over the side of the street she I don't remember she had the letter in her hand at this point she was thinking about mailing it and that's when I and Shows so. up again. Mm. Yep. She's by herself.
1: Her defenses are down, and, and he, just he just
2: shows, shows up out yeah, of nowhere, right, right, right behind
1: her. And there's this kind of semi creepy music playing, and he freaks her out. Yeah. Um,
3: spooky music plays again. Like isn't yeah. there like weird like shh, yeah. weird like music?
1: Yeah, so, so yeah, sort of this sort of a creepier music cue. Yeah. He asks her, "Ain't you got no Christmas spirit? Ain't you got no
3: Christmas spirit? Yeah, he's standing. Shinny. He's standing there oh, against yeah. the light, and he looks like a serial killer. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, kind of." He's like the red mailbox murderer. Oh, oh,
1: that's, that's sad. Don't have no Christmas spirit.
3: <laughs> he's like, Don't you want somebody to help it help you get it inside of you? Yes. Slide it in. Yeah, he calls. <laughs> yeah. He calls her
1: by her
2: name, even though he has no way of knowing that from her perspective. Mm-hmm. And when she realizes this, she turns around to see that he's gone, vanished, oh. not mm-hmm. in the trees, yeah, not so he's anywhere. You know
1: my name, and just then, yeah, he turns around and he's, he's out of there.
2: And then all of the Christmas lights on the street. This is where the music got super spooky and the
3: super quick cuts and close-ups of, cuts of all of these light bulbs. She's like, she's totally confronted with Christmas now like she's like kind of found her spirit a little bit and it freaks her the fuck out when she's confronted with it all at, all at once she's we like holy shit I
1: took a note right around this this time and I said you could easily recut this movie to make it look like a trailer a trailer out of this would make it look like a trailer for a horror movie it would not be difficult to do but yeah it's like, it, it's like it makes it look like the power goes out at a bunch of these houses like all these lo- Christmas lights that are set up along the street all go out at once yeah, one by
3: one Dumbledore's lighter yeah yeah, yeah from fucking
1: well, my <laughs> yeah Hacker haggard style <laughs> well
2: my theory was that um, she's still nowhere near ready to accept Christmas as her Lord and Savior yeah, so mm-hmm. <laughs> with Santa the Christ the, so the lights are going out because it's like the spirit of Christmas dying yeah like was so like, yeah. like you don't believe Christmas is gonna die if you don't believe you got to clap your hands if you believe
3: you can only use faith for it to work
1: <laughs> so yeah then we cut to it's like the next morning and she has to go to work and her shitty grocery store job, wage oh, grocery oh, yeah. job. She has to work a double shift or else basically the boss told her, I'm going to shit can you if you don't go in. And I just wrote that her family gives her a truckload of shit about it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <And, laughs> they like, do.
1: Everybody's just being a butthole.
2: Like they all uh, want to go to the Christmas parade or the setting up the Christmas or tree, the tree or lighting.
3: Oh, you're not going to be there for this or that. And she's like so swamped. She's putting lipstick on in the fucking reflection off the toaster. Like she's fucking yeah. busy. She's not even really ready she's to work. Ass. She's got to go into a double. Shit. And uh, give her that shit.
1: And yeah, like, fucking stupid ass. I was like, and if you're not here, huh? I will say no to bring the presents to this place. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and um, yeah,
3: and She's like fuck off, little and, girl. And
1: uh, the mom there's like.
3: Uh, Abby, shut the
1: fuck up about fucking she's Santa, like, you little You don't shit. know
3: who the fuck you're messing with.
1: And, yeah, just like, I, she's like basically like, yeah, I'm sick and tired of your Santa bullshit. Mm-hmm. And the dad just, you know, he just comes in in the middle ground. He's just like, you know, just don't worry about it. Santa knows where to go. Chill out. And, yeah, and then mom goes off to, to work. And dad goes to the bank. Dad goes to the bank. He brings the kids with him. He goes to the bank to, you know, surreptitiously take that money out that he's talking about so he can buy more presents for the kids, I guess. Because
2: these kids are going to have a good fight. Fucking Christmas, damn it! Hell, yeah,
1: dude. He's like, "Fuck water. you, dude." Yeah.
3: Christmas is the the only. It's that's it. It's the biggest <laughs> and the best. at, at Christmas Day number is. one. Yeah.
1: And then Abby gets out of the car and runs off because they, the bank happens to be close to the store. She and, wants uh, to see mom. Yeah. That the store happens to be close to the bank. There, she's just gonna run down, and say hi to mom, even she's though not her not dad order. told her to stay in the car. Yeah, she disobeys a direct order. Get court-martialed <laughs> and yeah. stripped of all ranking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, demoted to buck private. You
2: were a Captain King, and now you're a butt
1: private. (laughs) Uh, Sent back to the Academy. Yeah, And yeah, this is actually where our rope manager is a cocksucker and <laughs> yeah. she won't let her this employee go to the bank to bring her kid back to the bank and just to talk to her husband for a minute and, and she goes anyway. Yeah, he's a
3: real fucking hard buyer. he fucking
1: buyer's her. remember, yeah, he has a great line. I am the manager. You yeah, can see uh, she God asks God
2: damn it. Yeah, she asks <laughs> the manager if she can cover her post real quick and that's his response. I'm the manager I am
3: the manager. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the words coming from the inside of my teeth. So she
2: stands up to him, tells him to go fuck himself, essentially, tells him and to jump in a he lake. fires. Him yeah, go yeah. jump. She a was lake. like,
3: "Dude, sit and spin, get the <laughs> fuck out of here." If somebody says one more Santa thing to me, I'm gonna throw something at him. Oh,
1: but yeah, we have a character here that comes back from the dip. Uh, comes back from earlier, like the, yeah. the grumpy customer who almost got double Dorito charge. Yeah, this dude's uh, having a hard time. He
3: tries to sell his car. Yeah, he tries to sell his car for 100 and a hundred bucks. He's like got fifty. Station.
1: It's like, "Yeah, it's the biggest piece of shit, Joel." Like anybody's ever he seen. He bought
3: it me. from fucking Danny DeVito yeah, from it's a, Matilda. It's a fucking, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's got 11. sawdust falling out of the exhaust pipe.
1: <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> rusty old Model T. I and mean, he says it only has 5,000 yeah, miles did. on it. And the guy's like, yeah, probably fifty-five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> no. And it looked right. like, it looked like probably 300,000, honestly. It, looked, it, was, it was a shitty old car. Yeah. But, I, you know, I couldn't even get 50 bucks for it. That really sucks. He really needs money for Christmas. Everybody else in this sad fuck town. So he's in there and he's rocking in this bank that the dad's at
2: It's
3: like dude I'll be right back just
1: wait right here well
2: no he dropped his, he dropped his kid off at like uh, the park or something at a, bus, or, station or or a bus station or somewhere oh yeah, yeah. And and so he wouldn't and... have to see the dark deed his daddy would
1: have to do which I yeah I mean I, I, I stole this little piece from like the Roger Ebert review that I read oh, this movie, but yeah that thread is never talked picked up again like we never find out what happens to that kid mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just kind of forgotten about Yeah. Um, how would that be
2: for a Christmas movie like instead of like a traditional <laughs> he's this like,
3: kid hang out at a bus Station. Well, like
2: his dad wants to get. Well, I mean, yeah, he could have that, but I'm talking about like the dad having to do these horrible things so he can
3: have a good Christmas close for
2: to his
1: prison. son. Yeah, definitely yeah, like, kind of, yeah. like it's a, kind of it could have been an interesting parallel story, I suppose. Like what's what's going on in this guy's crappy life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he whispers to the teller, you know, demands, you know, fill this bag full of money. and She's like, I hey, what?
3: Oh, yeah, he tries to play it like real cool. Oh shit! Pork chop sandwiches. Yeah, he tries yeah. to be cool about it. He doesn't want to get caught. He doesn't want to freak anyone out. He doesn't want to make a scene. He wants to get back <laughs> but He to the does scene go, for no reason. And man. then he
1: just—he does. She's like, what?" And then his first response is to oh, oh, yeah. pull the gun out. uh Frank Reynolds. Yeah, he pulls out a Taurus Judge and
2: holds <laughs> her a gun. Plate. And
3: still, like nobody is freaked out. Nobody notices. So she puts yeah. the money in the bag and he they takes it. And he's like, "Thank you very much." And he could have
1: just walked out. He could have like—he could have slipped the gun back in his trousers and yeah. walked out with the cash. And nobody would have been any the wiser. But what does he do instead?
3: He, fucking waves his gun around. And he
2: grabs a hostage, he grabs a woman, and he's like, I'm gonna blow her away if you don't let me go right now. And it's like, it, nobody was stopping
1: it.
3: You could walk no- the fuck out, man.
1: And nobody tried to stop him. Why did he do this? <laughs> what, what the hell is
3: this It's the is biggest, stopping?
1: yeah, it's the biggest mystery in this fucking movie. It's like, why did he do that? And everyone um,
2: seemed pretty calm about the whole well, deal, too. yeah, there was too. like,
1: uh, yeah, I remember the sound effect, if, if memory serves, like he wigs wings around, so then like, kind of facing the whole crowd in this crowded bank, grabs a woman has her with his right Right arm has a gun in his left hand. He's like, and he says whatever he says. And you go, oh, what? yeah, nobody really reacts. And then he shoots the ceiling for like no reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he's
2: got to show that there's no, yeah, that, he, that the gun's loaded. I mean, if you're going to, if he's going to the, if he's at the point
1: where he's already got a hostage, you got to go all the way.
2: Show you mean business. I mean, I
3: guess that's true. I, yeah, I just don't.
1: Another, another pointless, inexplicable escalation. No, it was definitely a waste. It's a light out. Waste a bullet. Dad,
3: then dad walks do? up yeah. and he tries, tries to talk him out. He's like, dude, come on, it's Christmas. Like, what's going on here, dude? You could just walk right out here right now like you, you don't go,
2: need to do this like he goes the paragon route he tries to use some diplomacy yeah. to defuse the situation yeah, but does it work no, this guy is nuts. Well he yep. um, what, yeah,
1: I think he, uh, roughly what he says is look, man, nobody's gonna hassle you, just you know, just let the the host, let the girl go. Um, you know, just take this out. you know, just go. And by, at this point the mom is is in the bank too, because she's come to to bring Abby back and talk yep. to dad. Yeah. The guy
2: blows him away. The he guy like, shoots dad, yeah, the guy shoots yeah. him right in the chest. Just blows him right out. Um. He goes down like a sack of potatoes and the look on the guy's face was like, Oh man, I actually did it. Like I didn't <laughs> oh, think it was yeah. I didn't think that was gonna happen. Like he, he's guy, like, Hey buddy, what happened? Yeah, <laughs>
1: this guy's actually. That was pretty decent because he looked the most surprised out of anybody there that he somebody got shot, like, even though he didn't.
2: <laughs> like yeah. you,
3: you could
1: tell that this guy had never taken a life before.
3: So he fucking yeah. runs out. He's like, uh, he's like, oh shit! I need to get a car. I need to fucking go. I just killed somebody. And his car doesn't bank. fucking
2: work. No, so... so he
3: steals the parents' car with Abby and Cal in the back seat, yeah. jumping around. Abby normal. Yeah, it's just like we get a crazy car chase. <laughs> we get a car chase yeah, in this yeah. movie. Like
2: what? Yeah, the mother has um, a scene where she is grief-struck by her her dead husband who is definitely dead like he's not breathing he's not moving he's bleeding that's not done. that's
1: not established though it's, actually, i don't think
2: they well, don't outright certainly say it. well no uh, yeah but um, we'll get into that in yeah. a little bit i think yeah. she runs out she realizes she takes that his car because she realizes that he took
1: her car with her two
2: kids. Yeah, in aren't it. they
3: like, oh, no, no, the McAllister car is being stolen or some yeah. shit? So she <laughs> yeah, the movie's
1: McAllister. Doesn't matter. Does, <laughs> does it matter what it is, it's always the
2: McAllisters. Yeah. Uh, uh, so she bu- she jumps into his busted old jalopy, and yeah, it's a chase scene where yeah, she, she falls. Not for very long, though, because his car is a piece of shit, yeah, so but, it breaks down like pretty course. quickly. Yep. The kids are talking to the guy in the car, asking him who his he is. No, his name's <laughs> Harry. other. Oh yeah! What the hell? Like they don't seem too too frightened by the fact that an unknown guy just came in and stole their ride with them still in it. He said he's not gonna hurt them. You just believe him, I guess. These kids
3: are very trusting. Yeah, they are.
2: Not something you really
1: see that much these days.
2: Yeah, times
3: time's have changed. But aren't the authorities notified? They have like a police blockade. Um, So pretty soon, bridge.
1: Pretty soon after she takes off in the robber's car after him, we see a a cop car pull up to the bank, and then. Pretty soon, there's more cop cars coming after Harry. There, yeah.
2: One of them stops to uh, give her a lift when his, when the car she's in breaks down, and then she yeah. tries to run after him on foot. So she resumes the the chase,
1: and yeah, they, they do have a roll block set. They have a cop car kind of sidelong across the bridge, and it clips the, uh, the end of it. Right? Yeah, the robber in the in their car, he busts through it, but it causes them to deflect in a weird way, so they <laughs> like go off out. the bridge and yeah. land who first in the river.
3: Yeah, so it seems like they're all dead. They yeah. all have. Drowned, and at this point, yep. this is a Christmas movie. This, by
1: the way, this is a Christmas.
2: This movie is a
3: Christmas movie, where We're
1: supposedly
2: for
3: children. <laughs> Question mark. What?
2: So let's let's do a rundown. Husband's dead. Kids are dead. Car is in the river. You got yeah, no. Got you got just got fired. Plus,
3: uh, you got no
1: car.
2: Somebody else uh, has died now.
3: Some other kid has lost their only parent. It seems <laughs> like. Yeah.
1: There's a kid trained at the bus station. The lone survivor of this whole family is getting evicted from her home in about a week. Kind of hard. To to find a bright side.
3: Yeah, yeah, she's got a broken window still in the back. Yeah, I'm, I
1: doubt she's had time to get that fixed. Uh, there's a bunch sh- of shitty broken bikes in her cellar. Probably still has to uh, fucking pack. Well, oh. it doesn't pack that much. I mean, most of that shit she can now sell, which I guess is a plus. Yep. <laughs> Cause they're all fucking dead, so who cares? Flip
3: it all and start over. Cuts from that. She doesn't hang around. No, she, I think she walks down the hill a little bit to the river's edge and just like river's edge.
2: Yeah. It. Yeah. They. She and runs like
3: oh, oh, they're gone.
2: Yeah, she runs down there and she trips in the snow and they look out in the river and there's nothing. There's no no anything it's presumably at the
1: bottom but then what happens next is really weird she just we just cuts to her back at home in her bathroom and alone
3: crying it looks like the house has already been packed up it's pretty clean in there it's empty it yeah. was
2: a really cool scene though because it was such a stark contrast to uh, what the house is like for like it shows mm. the bike uh, the bike basement and then the rooms that the kids would play in and it's like dead quiet she's like just her.
3: completely empty as a person yeah. just has nothing left to live for. like I thought that, that was a yes. <laughs> She's like, "What is the point?" Yeah, Going back earlier, she's like, like "What day ever
1: for mom?" and She's had a lot of bad ones
2: lately. Yeah, like
3: we know her feelings from earlier. What is she really doing all this for? <laughs> but yeah,
2: so she come. Yeah, she just she just goes home. She doesn't wait to see them fished out of the river. She doesn't go to the hospital to find and, out the uh, fate of her husband.
1: And then who busts in? But great grandpappy and tells them they're okay somehow.
3: That's the Harry saved him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah
2: it, it, there yep. was a scene like either right before or right after that where it shows him carrying the daughter she's and walking. Yeah, just sort of walking them out. Which, no, they're completely dry
1: I don't know what right. happened to them exactly.
2: well he's an kind angel cool he uses yeah, his an angel. angel power to blast the moisture <laughs> off their body yeah, and I thought that that was a cool callback to um, what he said earlier like how he died in the first place saving somebody from a river and now he's doing it again that
3: is actually really cool
2: yeah that, I,
1: I picked up on that too <laughs> that, was a, that was a good callback
2: the circle <laughs> is now complete
3: yeah. yeah I can go home now <laughs> I did on. it damn it let me go <laughs>
1: Kid says it was like we was flying so then we just see like a, a shot of, of Harry Dean just posted up outside like he's standing guard of the house at Yeah, time. he yeah. looks like a bodyguard. Yeah. Just like
3: he's, no fucking anti Christmas rip. demons coming in here on my shift, No sharif. <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> <love you>. Uh
2: bodyguard. Families
3: reunited.
2: Yeah. Well, oh, that was hot. That was sizzling. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> so the family's reunited. It's a Christmas miracle. Too bad Dad's still dead. Yep, yep. Can't bring yeah, him back. you
3: where
1: Mom has to tell the kids that your dad's fucking got
3: aced. Pushing up Daisy.
1: Yeah. And he's like, this. as morbid and sad as the scene is, is one line that made me yuckle, which was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And, uh... Goes, your, your dad got killed. The son's like, so you mean he's in the hospital?
3: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know it was just killed equals hospital? question mark. What the fuck? Mom is pretty composed during what in real life seems like it'd be way worse. But I mean, then again, it's, you know, it can't really be that horrible of a scene to watch because it is a kid's question mark movie. Yeah. And, yeah. But uh, yeah, but another scene that was like a, a slight giggle. It's like, he never he never died before.
3: He's <laughs> always come back home. Was yeah, Why wouldn't back That's what now. Cal says, dead. right? It was the yeah. first time for everything, kid. Well, yeah, I gotta deal with this.
1: And I, yeah, I just wrote, Father killed on Christmas Eve. Holy shit.
2: Yeah. (laughs) This
3: is, oh my god, yeah, this movie is sad.
2: The kids, the kids aren't gonna take this lying down. They know that if there's one person that can help them now, it's Santa. They need to find Santa yeah. and ask him to bring their dad back to so, the present. Yeah.
3: Cal's just like, dude, Santa's a fucking liar, and yeah. you're a fucking liar too. Shut the hell up. Like the sis. Da- Suck your shit. The, yeah. da-
2: the daughter is all in on this plan, but the kid, but the son, yeah, he's pretty skeptical. It's like like he doesn't, he still believes in Santa, but he's how are we gonna get there? We got no car because it's in the fucking river. You can't take the bus to the, the North Pole. pole you're out of control. All, so what yeah. you want to do
1: with your life? God damn. To compound her mother's uh, must-be-almost insanity producing grief at this point. She's <laughs> just lost her husband. She thought for maybe a few hours that her only two children were dead. And now her stupid-ass daughter runs away from home just a few hours after that. Fucking
3: disappear. And Harry's just like, oh, hey, you want to finally go see the big man in the sky? <laughs> well, she runs <laughs> away it.
1: The, to, the, to the big town Christmas tree because that's where she thinks Harry was saying that she that he would be or hinting that he would be there. So and yeah, he meet, she meets up with him there. And yeah,
2: yeah he pulls he takes the um, I think they use the snow globe and they go inside the snow globe to get to the North Pole. Yeah, oh, I, thought that's <laughs> I, I, I don't did. remember
3: that at all. I those, David. that's kind of cool. That's what happened I, rem- I remember that remember seems Like though. they would do that because
2: I remember yeah. he takes. I thought he had the snow globe in his hand and then it like starts to glow and shit. And then it just cuts to the snow globe like just sitting on a table. And then they're gone. They're at the North Pole. And yeah. then when they come back out it's the same thing like to show the snow globe first and then it's like that white light that's mm. true light the down. shot
3: of that's North Pole cool. itself looks like the snow globe i don't know i could be yeah, wrong
1: like but north north that's line. what i thought i saw so basically abby like asks harry dean if like she can save if he can save her dad and he says well kind of like he says uh, maybe santa can but he, and then we yeah we're at the north pole it's just a noticed thing. that one of the buildings looked like
3: a lighthouse which i was weird because yeah. there's no water anymore anyway. But hey, whatever. It, maybe what was it's it? to direct Santa in the North Pole with all the yeah. snow and yeah, like, shit. Yeah. Like, like, if it was a blizzard out, like he'd still be able to see
2: it. What was you said? You said that Santa lives in a painting. Yeah, Santa lives <laughs> in a painting. It's
3: just a painting of the North Pole, basically. That's yeah. what it looks like. It, all, it
2: looks good, though. It looks like the moon, you said, which then I said, well, it would uh, if the moon wasn't already yeah, in the sky. should
3: have clipped that out. But it does. <laughs> the, the snow dunes look like moons
1: up there, they knock on the door, Mrs. Claus sucks oh, him in. I'm making gingerbread men, come in. Oh, man. Abby tries to get Santa to bring her dad back, but he says he can't either. But yeah, then we see Santa's workshop. Which looks awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's one of my
2: favorite interpretations I of it was, the yeah, Santa workshop really cool I've depiction. ever seen. It looks more like um, like a smithy than it does like a toy shop. Like, when you think of um, Santa and, like, his workshop and all the elves and stuff, like, a lot of times I see it just looks like an assembly line. Like, lots of conveyors. Belts,
1: lots of uh, just like elves doing the same job over
2: and yeah, over. Yeah, like over putting again. dolls
3: together. It looks really yeah. cute and yeah, like-
1: and more just woodworking. But they've got some some metallurgy going on. Yeah, they got, got like fire pits. Plant. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks it's like a like pretty s- dangerous place to work. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean I bet they have pretty good health and safety <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, they probably out there, do, right? and I, they have Santa goes, goes up and checks it
3: out. Yep.
2: Uh, <laughs> hope anyway. Way better. And this is the part where we also find out who Santa's helpers actually are. Why don't you guys take this one? Okay. What
3: the fuck happens? It's the souls of the dead. Well, that's
1: what it. Yeah, it's like uh, one of the people. It's the first first black guy we see in this movie. Uh, I think <laughs> yep. you mentioned
3: one black guy appears in this and scene pretty far And we pretty, pretty much see like the, the side of his face. And, and he's working it. for Santa. And yeah, it was
1: somebody that I think Abby knew somehow when she was alive. Like he worked. It was Abby. that guy. Yeah, he and was at, he at her he school. Was, he was the, a the janitor, or a janitor or something. Passed there. away, right? Yeah. Yeah. So but, it's like yeah, it's like kind of like giddy and like really nice people, I guess. After they die, it's a bizarre, weird idea. Uh, that you get to work for Santa in some cases. Yes. And
3: as they're walking through, he's explaining all this business to, to Abby and he's talking to all the other workers and he seems to be talking in different languages. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: like Santa is a master linguist. Um, yeah. He is very. He
3: invested learned. in that perk early on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like
1: it's, there's one part where he's speaking in, you know, again, what sounds like German or Dutch, which I mentioned at the beginning, I kind of seemed to find out who he's talking to at the beginning when it looks like he's talking to the moon. And, uh, and we, the moon, or <laughs> whatever, has the same voice as Santa, so he was really talking to Santa. Yes. Like, it's implied, I guess, that Santa is his boss, and that means, like, Santa gets to, like, man angels to do his bidding, like... So
3: that's just making the connection that, like, Santa is God. Well, I mean, maybe they're playing
1: the Saint Nicholas thing, more literally. Like, he's a a saint, and because of that, he gets to, like... And he's he's got the Some angels that... To work for him to do what well, yeah. he thinks is right,
2: because yeah. Gideon he's a, he's a Christmas angel. So yeah. maybe the like, Santa's got Christmas angels, but not like the, tr- the traditional. Ones. I mean, I guess or he is or the
3: big, big dog. Yeah, know. he is technically working for Santa. Yeah, and he's just, he's a helper and he is a dead person. So yeah. maybe he chooses to consider himself an angel. He makes it sound better. He I has guess. the powers of an angel. It like, looks better yeah. on a resume Yeah, and like when you're trying to like creepily sneak up behind people And be like, hey, I'm Santa's one of Santa's many helpers And like My elves are working day and night Yeah, it's like, it's a lot easier to feel like Nah, dude, I'm an angel, man Believe that <laughs> But yeah,
1: there's another part where he says something in French He says, Noël, Francois So, you know, like yeah. he's oh, oh, oui, oh. Oui. Would you like to see my baguette? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> fuck these people <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I liked uh, another another touch. of like this, this Santa's shop there. He's got a train with the Anheuser Busch logo on it. On a few <laughs> of the cars. So I was like, that's pretty.
3: sweet. Yeah, thing. he's got an elaborate train set, which is cool. Yeah. yeah, we keep getting the full tour of his whole fucking shop operation. And
1: we see that he actually does receive letters.
3: Shitload of letters. Everywhere. Tons and
1: tons. And it's like every letter he's ever gotten and It's like trillions upon quadrillions of letters. Yeah,
2: like it, it looks like he's got like a card catalog like you would see from a library. And besides that, he's got like
1: shoe boxes upon shoeboxes just full of letters.
2: Yeah,
3: he has to use a ladder to yeah. Like yeah. get up to the top.
1: So Santa pulls out a certain letter. I don't think we see what it says or who it's... Or maybe we do see. Do we um, see who it's from? No. I think
3: he's just like, he pulls it out, he climbs the ladder, pulls out a, a letter, and it's like, here, take this with you and give it to your mother. Which I assumed it was Abby's letter as like proof of like, here, you visited me. And like, oh mom, I got my letter back or some shit. I thought it was Abby's letter. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that was what that's what I thought. That's what I was confused kid. about that too. Yeah. Because
1: I, I thought, huh, I don't think we ever see her mail the letter and why does the letter look so old? I just thought it was, yeah, I thought it was a letter that Abby wrote.
3: <clears throat> it was all like crumpled up in the delivery.
1: He gives her the letter then yeah, Gideon arrives and takes her home. Santa, yeah, Santa bails on her because he's gonna do do Christmas. Yeah, uh, because it is Christmas even. Yeah, so then, uh, so then he makes his revenue, motherfucker. So, yeah, so then they she gets home. The mom talks to Abby about why she ran away or something. But anyway, she says, like, oh, I got this letter for you in my coat pocket. Yeah, she gives a bunch of shit about uh,
3: Gideon and flying. Yeah, yeah, and all that shit. Bunch of garbage. Yeah, it's like, dude, shut up with your Christmas stuff. Where have you been? (laughs) She recognizes the letter though. She's like, oh, shit. And she reads it. We
1: hear her in her head reading it, and that it's it's the one that she yeah the one that she wrote as a kid yeah very
3: uh,
2: heartwarming scene
1: when she opens this letter
2: did you
3: guys get a know about anything that was in the letter like what it was about cause I just wrote down
2: a couple things she said I remember a couple of the things she wanted she wanted a hula hoop nah. I'm sorry, I just She that wanted a uh,
3: raggedy, raggedy doll. Yeah, raggedy doll. A
2: Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. And the head was spelled H-E-D, and the H was backwards. I think.
3: Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> there was something else before that. Ah, I guess it doesn't matter. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, mom goes outside and sees
1: he's Gideon again. Yeah, he's and
3: ripping on this harmonica.
1: Yeah, he's tearing it up. It's going nuts. And she finally does mail the letter. And I think they have like, they have a brief exchange, right? Yeah. He tells he tells her his name. I think for the first time yeah. walks off weird music plays all the all the Christmas lights that had gone out in the neighborhood they, had, they come back on in this part mm-hmm. it was almost like a cathartic release yeah. like it's, you
2: finally did it and now Christmas is coming yeah, back and the lights are all less coming offensive. back on then who shows up at the end of the street oh, yeah we get, like this, some bright lights in the distance and then we see a shadowy figure emerge from the, from the lights Yeah, who could it be who could it be Christmas oh. isn't over yet there's still time for oh, a miracle fucking daddy's it's back happened. daddy. He's back. And he came
3: back. He's back from the
2: dead. And she can't believe it's it. She... <laughs> no, she can't believe it. She is beyond happy. And what is his first sentence being freshly resurrected? Of, of course, course a I'm hate, not honey. dead, honey. Uh, yeah. He, well,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has the balls to say. So, like, what does that mean? He had a flak jacket?
4: Um, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like there's so many weird interpretations of this, because like, yeah, to him, I think it's been like his that whole thing that happened is just now It didn't happen to him. So to him he's just he was never dead. He has no idea he was ever shot.
3: That's right. We see it It cuts it goes to Christmas Day and reality's kind of been rewound. Uh,
1: I don't know, is this like does the mother does she just think she's crazy now? Like what is going through her mind? Is she just taking this all on faith or is she just like I'm schizo?
2: I mean that's a possibility. My my theory is that Gideon played the song of time before he left, and that's why all the events reversed. He played it (laughs) it backwards to slow it down. So now she's got a friend. Start. It's the day that the husband was shot before all of that bad stuff happened. Like, so she's got uh, a chance to, like, Groundhog Day. Like a, I was thinking yeah, yeah.
1: Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol, even if it's a wonderful life, a little bit. But yeah, I think, yeah, Christmas Carol especially. So now um, she
2: has a chance to make right everything that would have gone bad that day, which she does.
3: She buys the car from the frustrated customer. She's yes. like, I'll so take it for $100. Now bucks. he
2: doesn't
1: have to rob the bank and abandon his son at a bus station. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, she tells the manager, she she mans up and tells the manager. It's Christmas. I am spending Christmas with my family. And he takes it all in stride. He's like, all right, fine.
3: He's don't like, come back. You know back. what? You have been working really hard. Like, don't and come back, back like dick. Until, until Thursday. Yeah, he tries to like, oh. Psych. Sucked you out a little bit there. You see what I did? I can be playful too. Beef. Please invite me to your parties. Uh, she kisses
1: him on the cheek, which is Get,
2: like, uh, like some, uh, uh,
1: uh, yeah, like he doesn't know how to handle human affection
3: <laughs> Yeah, he does kind of wig <laughs> like, out a little happening? bit Yeah, he
1: yeah, said like, oh, I, I,
3: I'm gonna go to the bathroom He then- buys a bike for the poor kid Yes. Loser. Yeah, yep. Loser gets a fucking bike, finally. She's always <laughs> wanted a bike. She's like,
0: holy fucking shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> then it cuts to them putting the big angel that they were working on earlier on top of the tree. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and they go to the tree lighting, and it kicks raw ass. Everyone is
2: going was. fucking bananas over this tree going on. It was a on. dope fucking tree. It was, for say. sure.
3: It was looking nice. They go, <laughs> I wrote down, happy Christmas, Harry. <laughs> happy Christmas, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um we, uh, Santa's on the roof, right? Later that night.
2: Yeah, the kids are sleeping in the attic for some reason. Like they're not uh, <laughs> Yeah, with yeah. like flashlights and shit. Like. <laughs> like they don't have I think they're back at yeah, they're back at uh, Grampy's house to spend Christmas and yeah, the kids are sleeping in the attic and they hear <coughs> footsteps yep. going Oof on. Steps. Yeah, hoof steps. Sorry, that's my mistake. <laughs> yes, it is. On, on the uh, on the roof, and the kids are like, "Oh!" And uh, the fine. mother, um, she goes downstairs and she catches Santa in the act putting presents underneath that tree.
3: Yeah, he's like, "Oh, oh, oh holy back, shit! Oh my god!" Stirring <laughs> hot cocoa with his dick. Yeah, it's like. It feels oh, so good. It's so cold though. Please have a heart and understand. She says Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, S-
2: she? Santa says Merry Christmas to her first, and mm-hmm.
1: then... She says it back finally.
2: Yeah, yeah that's what I put. Um, a minute 25 into the movie with less than four yeah. minutes to go. An include, hour and 25. Hour, hour, oh and, 20, <laughs> hour and 25. <laughs> Shit. Hour and 25 minutes into the movie with four minutes to go, including the credits, she finally says Merry Christmas. Yeah. And it really fucking means it. Oh, yeah.
3: And then so we get a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> it's fucking heartfelt. <laughs> Shit, man. Cut to like the roof with the chimney, and yeah. Santa travels in a ball of light. Yeah. Doesn't use reindeer at all. The
1: whole reindeer go into the
3: ball of light. I didn't him. see any. I saw his sleigh. No reindeer earlier on in the movie. Well, so. then who was causing the hoof prints? I Whoa. Think he, oh. I think the reindeer. Santa's a wolf, man. Santa's a deer guys
2: I think, I think the um, the reindeer are just so fast that once they hit a certain speed like they just they transcend what we traditionally assume is the uh, standard method of speedy travel and they just become light itself and that's how he gets
1: around the world so fast
3: maybe they yeah. thought it looked cool Maybe. Lots of as <laughs> yeah. yes, you
1: said once you know maybe, maybe they just said fuck it yeah maybe they're just
3: like <laughs> uh, fuck it dude ball of light we're done this movie's over <laughs> Gotta get it out before Christmas. Everyone's gonna kill themselves. Thanks a lot, dude. (laughs) We'll see what fucking happens. You're fired. So after all of the trials and
2: tribulations, after all that depression, we we finally close on a happy note, and that is... It's a
3: Christmas movie.
2: Yeah, One Magic Christmas. That is One Magic Christmas. Mm -hmm. So
1: that was One Magic Christmas. (laughs) So many words. Yeah. So what do the real critics have to say about this movie? Ooh, they're gonna be mad at us. <laughs> Joel's gonna <Yeah>. be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> One Magic Christmas is a modern film with a gratifyingly old fashioned feeling, some of which is a matter of unself conscious plainness. The Grangers look, sound, and dress like real people, which on the screen becomes considerably more remarkable than it sounds. Vanit Maslin, The New York Times. The plot hangs on a nasty bit of blackmail, with Santa Claus saying, in effect, to unhappy housewife Mary Steenbergen cheer up or we'll kill your husband and children. <laughs> Screenwriter Thomas Meehan Seems to have had It's a Wonderful Life in mind The results are closer to A Nightmare on Elm Street (laughs) Dave Kerr The Chicago Reader For adults and older family members It probably will work pretty well But in general, in the real world of commercial movie making A Disney movie named One Magic Christmas Is going to attract a lot of little kids And I don't think too many sugar plums Are going to be dancing in their dreams After they get home from this one Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun Time. That was another thing that, yeah, I I completely fucking forgot to touch in. So to go back to our review, now that we've read the real one, yeah, I mean, what did you guys think of uh, this idea that basically did Gideon just cause all of these horrible things to happen to this woman just so she would like Christmas again?
3: That was his cause, job.
1: Because that was my first interpretation. Of, this was definitely my interpretation of the first time watching this.
3: Yeah, it did seem like he did try other. maybe he did try like other He did try ways. gentler,
1: subtler tactics before yeah, that. And then he was just God. like, dude,
3: this is desperate. He kicked I up about 50,000 notches. Yeah, yeah he, he went fucking nuts. I, I believe them all is happening and he was just an observer, I guess. That's about how I feel. I don't think
2: that he really had any influence on the events I think their lives just sucked that bad on their own
1: he was more like just things. trying to fix things rather than cause problems to fix later yeah that was what I thought Maybe on the second and third Doing, I guess more was that he didn't make all these bad things happen, like the like the shooting at the bank and stuff. He just happened to know because he's an angel or whatever that they were going to.
3: They told they did tell Abby not to be scared. Yeah, he definitely knew they were going to
1: happen, but it's not. Yeah, sort of unclear whether he caused it or he just he just knew ahead
3: of time. Yeah, maybe he set up an elaborate play scenario where he was like he wasn't actually affecting time. He just kind of like like the way you <laughs> somehow go, like the way you guys
2: are talking about. He make it sound like a fucking puppet master. <laughs> just I mean, like like. He's kind of a place. character,
1: he might, have, he might have been. It is possible. Uh,
3: I, don't I, know. possible. I don't I don't we'll think that. that's how it went down. How about we leave it to the audience? Yeah, you decide. Check out the movie a and bump, uh, bump. write in with what you guys think. Yeah, yeah. we would
1: definitely like to hear from you guys about whatever you think about this movie. But uh, So, yeah, how would you guys rate One Magic Christmas? I
2: yeah. would give it... I would say it's probably a 2.5 it's it was enjoyable to watch definitely more enjoyable because i was watching it with other people i don't know if i would have finished it if it had just been me by myself watching it the acting was all pretty good the music was questionable at times but it fit the theme of the movie pretty well and um i like how it looked like a lot of those shots on like the uh night street with like the snow and the uh and the christmas lights and all that it looked really cozy like a really comfy movie to watch even though the subject matter for the most part isn't really that comfy at all yeah So yeah, I'll go with a a 2.5. Good watch, but I probably won't watch it again.
3: I'd probably... uh, I'd give it like a 2.5 also. Talking about it now, it makes me realize it's really not that bad of a movie. It's really well made. I'll have to give it that. Like Disney, like them or not, they make good movies. Like they definitely put quality together. It is really creepy. I'm just not that into Christmas movies as it is. I like Christmas Story and Gremlins might be it. But yeah, I thought it was the settings were really good. The lighting was great. The shots were really good. The story is good up until the end where it starts to like fly off the fucking handle. It's like, <laughs> it's, I'm with it up until that point up until like the shooting in the bank and I'm like holy fuck dude and then the kids fall off the bridge and I'm like what the fuck is happening and then Santa and it's like oh what and that's when it, it just gets crazy. It makes me think of um I guess what I think about Christmas is like the holiday season leading up to Christmas Day is really stressful and like ridiculous and really hyped up and everyone it's just constant like the same 12 songs covered by like new pop artists (laughs) and like the same imagery and all this shit but like Christmas Day is nice like just having that day where everything is just still it's over it's just everyone's taking a break it's kind of nice and by the end of the movie it is kind of nice like the way it it is ridiculous but kind of a sweet movie and i'd recommend it i guess if you haven't seen this movie and you're looking for a christmas movie maybe something a little different you've seen them all before check this one out it's it is definitely different yeah
1: so i think i'd give this movie a 3 out of 5 Just dead center. But yeah, I like I like the I thought the acting was for the most part pretty good. I liked how naturalistic it was for the most part. I'm just a big fan of Harry Dean Stanton. I think if he wasn't in this movie, if it was just like a mediocre actor playing his part, this could have easily wound up as a two, but he really elevates the material. I thought it was it was shot well. I think the cinematography in, in a lot of it was really great. The story's interesting. I think it's a it's a weird mix of sort of real life problems and more much more fantastical ones. Ones. I think the first half of the movie is probably better. I think maybe it gets, it gets weird, especially like when they go to see Santa. Then again, I, liked, I thought this had a pretty good depiction of Santa as far as Christmas movies go. As for the moral, I can't really tell if there fucking really was one. Or if there is one, it was really weird and messed up. So that's why it doesn't get a high, higher score. I would, I think if, I guess I'd recommend this as, you know, if you're looking for a Christmas movie besides, you know, the four or five that everyone's seen. Like, yeah, besides Kremlins, the Home Alone movies, Christmas stories. Story, it's a Wonderful Life. This is a pretty okay, good one, and but I might not recommend it for young kids because it really is. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that's pretty upsetting. I mean, if I, if I, I wouldn't show this to a five-year-old. So, I guess that's my disclaimer. Three out of five.
2: Next week's movie. Keeping up with the Christmas theme because December's not over yet, baby. We Lord, still got room yeah. to do one more. Yep. Yeah, it will be Christmas 1988.
1: Isn't here yet. <laughs> Die Hard <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: Terminator you dangus <laughs> whatever it's still cool it is cool no I can't can't dispute that but yeah, yeah no. so yeah. next week we will be chilling out with Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman in 1989's Die Hard John McLean getting insane
3: stepping in glass he's getting his, foot, his feet all cut up oh man it's bloody dude yeah
1: you know what it is. So, thank you for listening.
3: Join yeah, thanks for to listening. Join us again next yep. week.
2: Absolutely. Yeah,
3: thank you guys. We'll have some, some hot, fresh
1: dookie for you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Chocolate Town All the trains are painted brown And the silver paper Of the wrapper There's a dapper little man And he wears a wax mustache That he twists with nicotine fingers As he drops his cigarette ash And someone comes and sweeps it up And then he duffs his cap And there's a rat in someone's bedroom And there's shots in someone's trap And they'll soon be pulling down the little palaces And the doors swing back and forward From the past into the present And the bedside crucifixion Turns from wood to phosphorescent And the moving problem families From the south up to the north Others crying over some soft soap opera divorce, and you say you didn't do it, but you know you did of course. And they'll soon be pulling down the little palaces. It's like shouting in a matchbox filled with plasterboard and hope, like a picture of Prince William in the arms of John the Pope. There's a world of good intentions and pity in their eyes The sedated homes of England. And there's the vandalized. So you knock the kids about a bit because they've got your name. And you knock the kids about a bit until they feel the same. And they feel like knocking down the little palaces. You're the twinkle in your daddy's eye A name you spray and scribble You made the girls all turn their heads And in turn they made you miserable To be the heir of parents To the kingdom of the invisible Where you knock your kids about a bit Because they've got your name And you knock your kids about a bit Until they feel the same And they feel like knocking down the little palaces